Subject. <laughs> hey man, can you watch my account? You got it, bro. See ya. Like, have you ever picked up any men? Yes, and I took them back to my house for a good time. I'm glad you asked. I'm actually looking for the dishwasher for my business. Go fuck yourself, sir. Mellow yellow. What was I thinking? It's got a can of beer on the top of the trophy. It's, it's American. Beer. It stands it out. It says beer on it. It says <laughs> beer on the can of beer. <laughs> that was a really obscure selection. That was awesome. Comments. I don't remember any of those. That was very strange. The, the only one I remember was uh, the conversation about trying to find a dishwasher and being told fuck off. <laughs> I feel like we should all be in robes right now having martinis. Like, hmm, welcome that, to the podcast. That was, yeah. uh, that was turned into an RT animated adventure, if I recall correctly. I yeah. believe it was. It was. Who uh, submitted that intro? That's a good question. <laughs> so I guess it's here, everyone. Ollie Yates, Ollie Yates, Holla, thank you very much for the intro. My bad, Ollie. Are you saying Holla to this person? Or yes, is the I'm name Ollie Holla? Holla. <laughs> Ollie Holla Yates. Holla. Stand up, please. Ollie Holla Yates, thanks for saying this week's intro to the podcast. I don't feel as safe without Gus around. Hello, my name is Bernie Burns. On my left, I have the Jack lovely Patillo. Jack Patillo. I am Gavin. Gavin. And joining us is Lindsay. We have a very, very special edition of the podcast today because Gus is not present. Oh. No. Gus is in San Francisco, California. Gus has missed what two podcasts? I think. Oh come on, he's Total? missed way more than that. No, no way. No, he's only. I, I he's know, missed I, five I, podcasts. I recorded one about a year ago. There was one where it was Jeff, Joel, and me, and that was it as well. That was, was that can, a good one. Can we call oh, it a podcast? It was great. It was great. <laughs> so Gus is not here. So I thought. That the theme of today's podcast can be talking about Gus behind his back. So if you have anything you want to say about Gus, this is the time to do it. Gus uh, is a lovely gentleman. Oh, you think so? He's six feet Dude, tall. I, 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 see, I spent a lot of time with Gus because we're doing a lot of RTX stuff together, and like I've got a newfound respect for Gus. Why? And I'll, maybe because I'm getting you know, over saying you have a newfound respect for someone is saying you now have respect for them. them. I used to hate them, but now they're okay. To be honest, I have any I have respect for anyone who can coordinate stuff. Honestly, it's but like, really it's hard and no, stressful. That's, yeah. that's also one of the things. I think the older I've gotten, the more I hate things, and so I'm kind of getting Gus's perspective. Jack, and I'm like, you oh yeah, hate everything. <laughs> no, I you just look hate you. miserable today. God, you like, are you so much. Foul fucking mood today, dude, Jack. Gavin is wearing sunglasses no indoors right now, and the lights are off. I want to hit you so bad. Yeah, I got to, this Do is my, my look. Howard Stern does it with sunglasses on. So. He's Howard Stern. He's the king of all media. <laughs> I actually saw You're Gavin, a douchebag, <laughs> a slow mo douchebag. I saw you are not the king of any media, mm. Gavin. If we referred to you as Euro trash, would that be more offensive to you because you're not from Europe? You don't consider yourself. I can tell you something. No American has ever offended me. Say what you want. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. Do you consider? I'm asking you a question though. Do you consider yourself from Europe? Yeah. H- hence the fact that I'm from Europe. Yeah, he is. <laughs> a lot of people in the UK, if you say they're from Europe, they get upset. with No, you. they don't. Really? They just refer to like mainland Europe as Europe because it's because we're a different island, but it's on the continent of Europe. So yeah, we're. It's like Hawaii's part of America. It's still America. Yeah, but you'd it's say Hawaii. Yeah, I'm from Hawaii. Like people in Hawaii, do they say I'm going to go over to the states? Or, do, or don't they? What do they say? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> they, they, they laugh. The mainland. I'm they laugh the because land. a lot of Americans come to Hawaii and ask things like, "Do I need my passport?" Yeah. <laughs> like they don't. They don't know. They don't. When Ameri- when mainland Americans show up in Hawaii, it's a popular vacation spot. They ask a lot of really stupid questions, like, "What language do you speak?" Do can I use the same money? What sea level are we at? Yeah, Kathleen. <laughs> Kathleen was looking at a, a piece of a map yesterday, like it was from the 1600s or something, where California was drawn as a separate island. 
What? 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 What was? What was going on in the office yesterday she, while I was gone? That you guys were looking at Matt. <laughs> she she bought her treasure map. She bought like a. Re- it's like really old, it's and it's cool. like California is like a, a sliver on the side of America that's not attached. It's like a hand. I guess they thought it was Britain. not an island. They thought it was not a part of the same piece of land. Listen, you have a lot of respect for people who can coordinate things. I have a ton of respect for people who could make maps before we had satellites, yeah, like to yep. scale. Like <laughs> cartographers, you mean? or just accurate borders and, and yeah. coastlines. Like, how do they do? It? Do they just have to walk the edges yeah. and then like measure it and then have a scale and then draw it? How do they? How do they? Not do even it? make maps to remember all that crap. Like, how did Sacagawea do that? I'd be like, oh yeah, this third tree. Go ahead and take a left there, and then you're gonna pass this stone, and you'll be there. Don't worry about it. Like, well, that's what? pretty much all they had to know. I guess, yeah. Like their surrounding area, Let, but she went forever. Like, I don't think Sacagawea had to remember which password she used for <laughs> this <laughs> social media account <laughs> yeah. when she signed wow. up four years ago. <laughs> Let me ask you something. How do we know that the Earth looks that way? How do we know that the Earth looks? How that do we way? know that the maps Go are ahead. correct? Like the Go Earth. Go on. Go on. You see a you see a globe. I do. Someone could have just come up with that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you well, you, point? You've never seen the Earth from space. No, Personally. No. Yeah. So you have no. no idea what the Earth looks like. It could all be a lie. Well, you would like, never know. That's all of science. Like, we can't prove gravity exists. Like, well, uh, because the scientist told us, but we drop it and it falls. So I'm like, yeah, but that's mm, like, right. it happens right in front of my eyes. I've just taken, as, as it's given to me, that the Earth looks that way. It could look completely different. What would be the purpose of fooling everyone into thinking <laughs> the know, Earth really is quite funny? <laughs> <laughs> it's the longest running joke of all time. Have a laugh. <laughs> Dude, I, read, I read somewhere that the, the Earth. As a sphere is actually like if you were to take the Earth and shrink it down to the size of a like a, a, a cue ball. Yeah, this is interesting. Ball, yeah, it's like actually smoother than a cue ball. That is correct. Yeah. Which is wild to think. Like what? so, like the Marianas Trench is what seven miles deep. And speaking of which, James yeah, Cameron, very relevant conversation. Yeah, James Cameron was at the bottom of the Marianas Trench. He was the first where first is that human to go down there? Right. One he went by himself. One dude wasn't he racing Richard Branson for something? I think, Pro- I think they're, they're both doing it. What? They're building a where like is that? undersea base. Marianas Trench is undersea in the base. Pacific Ocean, right? Oh, it's or under Atlantic, the ocean. The Atlantic Ocean. The Atlantic Ocean. It's underwater. Yeah. Yes, oh. the Marianas Trench is the <laughs> deepest part of the earth, and it's underwater. Yes. Yes, it is underwater. Why is that funny? <laughs> well, I just, it's it's the in the ocean. It's underwater. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's underwater. No, it's in the dry ocean. It's no, I, th- I thought you were talking about some like canyon or something that was really deep. It's also it, called the ocean. Well, technically, it is a canyon. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, I was asking really whether – I, was, well, I, don't, I know now. I was asking whether it was Just on land a, or I'm going to go f- uh, all the way through with this explanation, Gavin. Mm. Let's say there was a very deep trench on Earth. What would prevent – if it was in the middle of, say, Utah, what would prevent people from exploring that? Why would it take so long? Because it's too deep. And what would happen if you went too deep? You would fall because it's dark. Liquid what? magma. <laughs> Clearly, that's <laughs> it. Would... Because it's dark. Because it's dark. See, and you wonder, you wonder why I want to hit him no, so bad you know what I was thinking time. about? I was thinking about that scene in the Quantum of Solace where they just fall like Quantum of Solace. What's funny about that? What, no, it's just funny to hear a British person say it. It's really, How do you say it? It's regal. I would, take, I would say James Bond, 007, the Quantum of Solace. Have you seen all the Bond movies? Is that, are they a big deal here? Because when a Bond movie comes out, it's like the biggest thing ever. It's funny because you were just saying right before the podcast that you don't know how to spell license. And the way I always think no, of I spelling just... license is because of license to kill. Oh, okay. That's the way I always think of it. I just thought there were different ways of spelling it. The old Bond movies, I feel like, are still popular, but the newer ones, I feel like, generally, Americans are like, what the fuck? Like, this sucks so the, bad. The first day, Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Royale, I wasn't was a, a fan. It was a great movie. Mm-mm. It was good. No, I think the one that threw us off, like, we were all gung-ho in America for James Bond movies until we got to Timothy Dalton. And I think that was the one that, that threw yeah. us off. Why? And they were covered with Pierce Brosnan. No, I think Timothy Dalton was the best James Bond. Do you? Wow. He, would, he did all of his own stunts. It was him. Like, he was doing it. More than Sean and, Connery. 
Come on, Sean Connery and Roger Moore, they were like, they had all these like crappy one-liners. It was cheesy as hell. It was annoying. Sean Connery. I'm like the only Roger Moore fan. Like he would chuck someone into a bathtub and then throw a lamp and then walk away and go, shocking. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want that. That's not- You absolutely want that. (laughs) Absolutely you want that. Timothy Dalton was just like, bash, bash, bash. And then he'd like look really like, like worn out and then walk out of the room. And that's like, yeah, that's real. That's like a secret agent. He'd be like- It'd be exactly like that. <laughs> He'd be out of shape. <laughs> you know, exactly there's a like funny that. story about one of Timothy Dalton's movies. Um, Cubby Broccoli, the producer guy, right? He walked onto the set. What? Why do you say Cubby? That's his nickname. Of... Really? Yeah. It's Albert R. Broccoli, right? I think they called him Cubby. Cubby, really? That's interesting. I never heard anyway, that before. So he walks onto the set and he sees a stunt guy hanging. You could be lying to me. This could be like the shape of yeah, the Yeah, it could be. So he, he walks in. He walks onto the set and sees the stunt guy hanging off a chopper like – Doing some scene. Yeah. And uh, you can see Timothy Dalton just standing watching what's happening. And he walks up and like puts his hand on Timothy Dalton. Turns the guy around. It's the stunt guy. And Timothy Dalton's actually hanging from the chopper. Ah. Apparently he went ballistic. Like he went crazy because of insurance and stuff. They actually had the real actor hanging off a chopper. Well, but yeah. that, was, that was kind of Timothy Dalton's thing. Like he wanted to do as much as possible. And I thought that was really cool. That's why I think it's the best James Bond. Yeah, well, I mean, think about it. If Daniel Craig is good, too. 50% of the way through an $80 million movie. How much do James Bond movies cost? About $80 million? A lot. Yeah? I, they, I mean, they make enough to where they can be an $80 million, $100 million production. Mm-hmm. Maybe now. I don't think the older ones were that expensive, though. I mean, no. Dr. No, it costs nothing. Of course not. Yeah, but that was back in time when money was less. I love all the intelligent comments. When money was less. When money, uh, I, always, I always find it interesting how much people made, you know, Decades ago, like That's do, you know, relative. do you know how much John Cleese made for Forty Towers the first season? Um, maybe five thousand dollars an episode. No, he, I don't know. He made seven thousand pounds for the season. He made seven thousand wow. yeah. pounds for the season. It's not a lot of weight. It's nothing. Right? It's about fourteen thousand US or yeah. 10, 10 to fourteen, depending. I think he said it was seven thousand pounds for the whole season. But did, doesn't he own the show though? Yes. I, I mean, I you, can, you can structure that anyway but it is it is like with nfl stars the same way so you hear about what people made 10 years ago and they're not going to go on and have a second career you know yeah. and that money's got to last them and you hear about rookies getting like why million. won't they have a second career you think once you become a footballer you can't do anything else well, typically not i mean you don't work can. in a store well you, you go work in, a work in an office or you go work at a car lot most of them do i mean like you don't a lot have to of... retire at 30 and do nothing listen listen there's there's a running back who is the running back he's a local legend in austin he ran for the texas longhorns and then ran for the houston oilers his name is earl campbell and that guy was like a bull when he was running i mean you could not stop him like you, they were guys hanging off of him he was the guy who set all the records you know that lasted for like 20 years he came to ut um, when I was at school, it was probably 15 years later, maybe 20 years later. Uh, he couldn't walk out on the field. They had to bring him out in a golf cart. And he Aww. was at that point, at that age, he would have been 40. You know, he just been through his body had been through so much. You know, he had to, he had to go out to the midfield in a golf cart and then get out and wave at everybody. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. But he has, he does have a great actually second career. He sells these awesome sausages called Earl Campbell's hot links. And they are fucking great. He also, he also has a restaurant in the airport. It's pretty nice. He but, does? Yeah. Right there on the like the terminal, like fourteen, fifteen side. But but I, I get breakfast there. Yeah, when I go to the airport. This guy Earl Campbell, superstar. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get endorsements and everything for the rest of his career. Yeah. Career. Not everyone in the NFL is like that, you know. Mm. And so a lot of them, it's. Uh, I think that there's a weird set of rules for college athletes in America, and I think they should change a lot of that. Like they can't get paid to play the sport, but I think what they should let people do is they should let 
the athletes go through four years of eligibility, play their sport, and then get their scholarship afterwards so that they can then go to school after their, their athletic career is done if they don't go on to professional sports, hmm. which I think, what, 2% of them do? Something like that, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's very very few people that move on. I know they're trying to change that a little bit, UT, and trying to get athletes. I know they have an athletic program where basically you are an athlete as a student, but they're trying to encourage them to take more basic classes, like get rid of your government and your economics and whatnot to build, I guess, a better education. So they're trying to implement something like that, I feel you. Sounds like they're making it harder on them. Yep. Yeah, it sucks. I, like those people work out all the damn time. I, I gotta not say, stop. Yeah, I gotta say, like I love when I was going to UT. Anytime you'd get a class with like a football player or a basketball player in it, you knew that class was gonna be super easy. Oh yeah, that was always the best. <laughs> like I took sweet. A, I, t- I took a class one semester where literally the entire starting lineup for the UT basketball team walked in and sat down. It was like, oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw them the first class and then test days, and that was it. And that was one of the easiest classes I took. It was great. Well, listen, I mean, there's a lot of us. We go to college. There's a lot of, or excuse me, Gavin, university. University. Uh, and we why, why did you say all that though? What's that? We, you have the university. Like yeah, we call it college. It's the University of Austin at Texas, right? University yeah, of Texas, Texas at Austin. Austin. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. University. Yeah, it's called university. So why do you call it college? Because we don't have college the way you do. Like, what? How does your school system work? You go through grade school, and then uh, you go to. Do you have high school? You go to you go to primary school, and then secondary school, and then you can do six. What grade is secondary school? From seven to twelve. Twelve. Uh, no, I thought ten. Seven to eleven, and then twelve is college. Twelve is sixth form. You do years twelve and thirteen. When do you take your owls? <laughs> <laughs> That fifth year? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah. so first you go to first you go to primary school, yeah, and then you wear the sorting hat, or is it, is it day one that you show up and you do this? He's got to pick a wand first, guys. Don't pick the gun. So you go to. I also like the fact you pause when you say this. Like you're not sure yourself. So. I, it's been a while since I was at school. I'm just trying to think. How old are you? You're like what? 22, 23, something I'm 24. Like that? I'm not 24. It's been a, no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just forget how old you were? Guys, Jesus Christ. Can you really not remember how, the structure of school? Can I please hit him? Just let me hit him one time. Well, I, I haven't been in school in a thousand years. I can tell you the structure of my school. <laughs> I because I out. learned it when I was five and it never changed. Okay, Gavin now has his phone out to check I'm on the internet. I, I actually... <laughs> he didn't check the day to see how old he was. God I'm damn. Oh my lord. Just, I, I've had coffee today, guys. I'm twitchy. Like, I'm, I don't drink coffee very much. No, you're stupid. That has nothing to do with coffee. <laughs> my hands are shaking. Give Jack some coffee. Easy. Jack is such a foul mood. I love Jack. In the Jack is I'll, be, I'll be in a much better mood if I can hit Gavin. Jack comes in <laughs> no. every morning no. to the achievement in our office. He's like, I just want to hit you. So, he, he's violent. He's a violent man. Why are you hit. so tired? I don't know. What happened? <laughs> the weight of the world is, is on my shoulders. Are you stressed? Oh, are you stressed? I don't know, maybe. Boo-hoo. Probably. I play video games. Do yoga. <laughs> I wish I played video games. <laughs> not helping. Man. Why are you stressed? Do you want to talk about it? No. You have, you have <laughs> talk about your feelings, Jack. Going on? Uh, it's too much chaos in my life. That's the problem. Well, it's summer too party. We'll talk chaos. about it. New draft house opening no, up. Nobody, I don't know what to do. Nobody should be bitching about anything. Man. We're all fine. No, like if you, I mean, if you if you take a step back and look at it, it's like there's so many people have much bigger issues with their lives than I ever <laughs> yeah, will. No so, like Sacagawea, yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's got to remember which tree. She's yeah. got these two assholes telling her make him show where to go. What the hell? <laughs> so I mentioned Howard Stern earlier. I saw him live. Oh, you did. Yeah, I went that, to how, how I went to a recording of America's Got Talent in Austin. It's a funny coincidence. And uh, I went with Jeff because Jeff's a big Stern fan, and uh, it was really really cool to see Howard Stern in action. Like, yeah. seeing him with my own eyes. You said he was kind of like like the cock of the walk. Like, he was sort of the guy in charge, right? Yeah, I mean, like, Sharon Osbourne and some other dude. Howie Mandel. Yeah. Howie Mandel. 
Who's that? Is he like a comedian? He's a, co- he's a comedian. Yeah. They were there just sort of, they were kind of in awe of him. Yeah. It was interesting. Like he's just started doing the show this season and he's like the main guy. Do you know what, epi- like how long they had been going by the point they were in Austin? Like how many different places they had been? No, I'm not sure. But no. they've, they've definitely been to at least two other places. He is the host of America's Got Talent, right? Yeah. yeah. He's the new yeah. host. He's re- who, who do you replace? The British dude, he right? He replaced Piers Morgan. Yeah. 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 Who's, Who's- a- He's like, he replaced Larry King. Who now is like an interviewer on CNN, right? Well, he replaced Larry King. So it's like Piers Morgan Live. Okay. He's, he thinks he's all that. I really don't like Piers Not Morgan. Not a fan? But he tweeted at me once, so I kind of like him for that. <laughs> oh, yeah? When yeah. he tweeted I insulted him. I was like, how can someone so famous constantly pimp their own stuff so often? He's like, he replied something. I'll, I'll read it later. I don't know. can't remember it. <laughs> you can't right. remember? I can't remember what it was. <laughs> you read it in, in fifth grade. Do you ever, have you ever had like... <laughs> I also had Ricky Gervais tweet me back as well. I rarely tweet. We almost did, or you did? I did. Oh, yeah? I rarely tweet to celebrities. I think it's pointless. But like, I've done, I've attempted it a few times. I've had replies from Piers Morgan and Ricky Gervais. Wow, that's pretty hard. Really? Cool. What did Ricky Gervais reply to you? Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of Ricky Gervais. I, I I downloaded all his radio shows from before he was famous. There's like 91 hours worth of like really funny stuff between him and Steve Merchant and Carl Pilkington before the <laughs> podcast and the office and stuff. And um, I asked him if he ever listened to them because they were so funny. He's like, yeah. People send me links to them, and I listen to them. It was cool, though. No, it is cool. It is cool. It's one of the like I've interacted with like someone I really respect. Nice. Well, well so <laughs> thanks. That really a lot. <laughs> you know, when you see us every day in the office, it's a newfound <laughs> respect for you. Yeah, um, but you've worked. When you say you, you, that you really respect people who coordinate things, oh yeah, it's really difficult. But you you have worked on some really big sets. For yeah, your slow motion photography. I worked on Sherlock Holmes too, the second what? movie. What? Yeah, he that did was all a the huge production. Yeah, you did all the uh, slow motion photography that was yeah. in the forest chase scene. It's right? weird because I, I was no second. Awesome. I was second unit, but mm-hmm. we had all the main unit actors. So I guess I, I mean, I'm not really sure how all those units work. Second unit is typically like no dialogue. Or yeah, it's like usually that. like it's location action. stuff, isn't it? And yeah, mm-hmm. like pickup shots. But we had we had two. We did two main scenes on the movie. One was a slow motion scene in the woods where we had two high speed cameras on a track that could move the camera like. 10 meters a second so that the camera was just going like Whoa! down this track and everyone's like running through the woods stuff's exploding it was really cool and then we did all the like element stuff against green screen and then we did the waterfall scene at the end where oh spoiler spoil it yeah there's people yeah. in a waterfall stop it <laughs> there is a <laughs> oh, waterfall there's that a, water, there's a waterfall so and then and then you work on productions like that but then you work on go turn around and work on live stream productions for the internet which are just like pick up and just do what the hell ever. Or even like this podcast where it's like just sit down and just yeah. riff with. Uh-huh. I, I tried to have some organization yesterday. That really paid off well for me. What what kind of organization? What? Well, I set up the thing like here's – you know, Gus is not here, so I want to make sure everyone you, goes. You sent out yeah. The email, yeah. And then I made fun of you for sending out the email. <laughs> and I was like, here, you know, here's how we're going to do this. And we were ready to go at 1030. And what happened is <laughs> we, we got delayed <laughs> because none of us knew how to use the goddamn computer. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> how long did that take? Like an hour to set up? Probably. Yeah. Probably. And, and you always tell me what time we're doing the podcast. Like last week you said, you know, like, podcast 11, you ratty little schlem. What, do, you, do you remember what you called <laughs> me this schlem? week? I don't. I th- called you a uh, uh, – Shmimi little chin splint? Shmimi little chin Shmimi. I like it. I like Man, speaking of stuff. spoilers, so the new Mad Men came out. And yeah, I, I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't, I haven't watched a single episode of that show. And I've yet to really spoil that whole series for me. Like I know Christina Hendricks is in it and I love her to death. And I know John Hammond's in it and I want to watch his stuff. But I'm, I've heard the first season is kind of rough. Like the, the couple of people I've talked to said the first season is a little bit difficult. But then, Mad Men is a series that I enjoyed pretty much from day one. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I've always liked Mad Men a lot. 
I haven't seen a single episode with them the same way. Everyone, all my friends are like, oh, you have to watch Mad Men. It's crazy. But I've never had anything spoiled. All I know is it's in the 60s. There's drinking. Women don't have rights. That's it. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I don't know that you can spoil Mad Men. Really? It's not really like that. You know, it's not like there's not like major twists or anything like that. It's like Breaking Bad where if you learn certain things. Oh. Dude, you know? They're filming the new season of Breaking Bad right now. Like uh, the guy, uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron, not Ross. What's Brockovich? His? The, the, no, no, the, the guy who's, who plays Jesse on the show, he tweeted that they were filming or they were going back to location. And, and uh, someone interviewed Brian Cranston, and he was shaving his hair the next day to get ready to play uh, Walter White again. Really? Like, oh, God. So excited for that show. <laughs> this next season coming up is the final season. And it's just like I cannot wait for that to pick back up. Really? It's the final season because the, the last season I saw, they wrapped up a lot of storylines. I don't think that's a – No, that's they, – they actually weren't sure if they were coming back. So they intentionally set it up where if they needed to, they could have – Finish the series, yeah, and uh, but they they did leave enough threads open that uh, they were able to. There, I mean, there's plenty of stuff left in the show to to have an amazing next season. And then they can always introduce new stuff as well. Yeah, there was actually a Reddit AMA uh, the other day with um with Bob Odenkirk, and it was funny. Like Bob Odenkirk was a famous comedian on Mr. Show with Bob and David, and he's been in a whole bunch of other stuff. He was on uh, Arrested Development for a while, and like half the questions were about Breaking Bad. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like everyone was asking about like, you know, now that you're doing Breaking Bad, like do you get more serious roles? What's it like? How's it like working with Brian Cranston in an Emmy-nominated series? And like just going on and on and on about it. So. Well, that's pretty typical, right? I mean people always want to hear – it's always, it's a good sign I think as an actor that people want to hear about your most recent work. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, mm, at least they're not concerned as opposed to child, what you do, which is refer to him in the past tense. <laughs> what? You said he was a famous actor. Oh. <laughs> no. He is a famous actor. <laughs> Bob and Cook, if you're listening, I love your stuff. <laughs> uh, dude, the- I was like – did you ever watch Mr. Show with Bob and David? No, I uh, I have to admit I I was never a very big fan of Mr. Show. Oh really? I, I never I never latched onto it, but I know a ton of people who really oh, like man. it a lot. That was like I also have to admit, not an amazing over the top fan of Tenacious D, and they just recently what? came back too. They have a new music video. I like I like no. some of their stuff a lot, but I don't like all of their stuff. Okay, are you a full Tenacious D fan? Have you heard everything before Pick of Destiny, or are you picking no. it up after the movie and all the stuff passed? It? No, no, no. I like a um, lot tribute. What's the – is it Fucker Gently? Is that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael had never heard that song before and I had Tenacious Dion last night in my car and that came on. He's like, uh, uh, and I was like, don't – oh, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. It's just my song. It's just my song. And I like turned it off. No, it's, that's, that's really funny. And then, uh, God, that song they have the uh, – the greatest tribute? Yeah, yeah tribute. tribute yeah. It's the, the greatest song. This is not the greatest song. It's just a tribute. Tribute to the song. <laughs> and the music video is so funny. Like yeah. they're in a little it's all Led Zeppelin y. Yeah, they're like in a yeah. mountain somewhere. And, uh, and Dave Grohl is the devil. Yeah, Dave Grohl. <laughs> I th- that's, ben Stiller's in that video. Well. I think that is tremendous. I, th- I, I think that's absolutely hilarious. But those two things, that's like the limit of my tenacious D fandom. Like oh, I didn't man. see the movie. That they no. did, you know. It was. I got It wasn't bad. I saw them, It was okay. I saw them live actually. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. It was. They, just, they it was, like, just, it was the two of them with just acoustic guitars. Oh, and they, 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 they played didn't have for like, like. It was like an hour and a half of them playing. It was they didn't awesome. have characters from the movie. And stuff no, coming out. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was at the Austin Music Hall. It was literally just okay. the two of them on stage playing cool. acoustic guitar oh, so cool. for like like a good hour and a half. And then um, what's his name? The um uh the uh the guy wears Spider Man suit. Shit, what's his name? Tobey Maguire. No, 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 no. Like like the uh uh. They're the roadie. What's it? What's the roadie's name? Oh snap! Uh, not Stan. Fuck. I know you're talking anyway, about. Anyway, they they have a roadie who they kind of rip on every now and then, and he was there too. Okay, and he was dressed up as Spider Man when That's he was fantastic. there. That's fantastic. So I can't. I'll, I'll think of his name in a minute. You know, they rip, could you hear her? Yeah. They rip on their hardworking employees. That just seems wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to burn you their discography, Bernie. You you have to know more. Don't learn anything from that, Bernie. <gasps> I've been watching a lot of American TV recently. Um, I've I've li- I've lived with Jeff. Lee, a few- Lee was the guy's name. Okay. 
Lee. Lee. That's right. Lee, 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 Lee. Fucking fucking Lee. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been living with Jeff every t- every time I come here. Yeah. Maybe like over the last five years. And he's never had cable. Except we just moved and now he's got cable. American TV is it's stupid. ridiculous. No, it's it's everything's over the What's top. What's your favorite new show? I, I've got... A- <laughs> I can't stop what Real Housewives of Jersey. Was. Oh. Storage Wars. Yeah, Storage Wars. <laughs> Storage Wars. Storage Wars. Storage Wars. There's one in there's the Texas one. Have you have you heard of Storage Wars, Bernie? Uh, yeah. I think it's terrible. Like it's awful <laughs> but you what they're doing. Stop watching like, it, can you? They wait for someone's <laughs> storage unit to expire if they don't pay the bill for three months, and they just rip it open. Oh no! Don't give me the show is awesome, but like the people on the show are like I mean rea- reality contestants or reality show people. Like those are some of the worst people ever. Yeah, but like, like isn't it terrible what they're doing? Like, someone doesn't pay the bill for three months, and all this stuff gets sold. That happened to Paris Hilton. Pay your bill, Paris Hilton. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's awful. Pay your bill, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, I agree, I agree with you. Like, what if you? That's I mean, what if you live money alone, for the company. You go into a coma, and all your stuff's gone. Well, fucking. Then you have bigger problems. Let them know that you're in a coma. <laughs> I don't know. If I woke up from a coma for like four months, and all my stuff had been sold to some loud. Well, I'd hope your family like, would tell people that you were in a coma and don't sell my son shit, please. I, guess so. I just think it's crap that they like rip it open. And you see your, st- you could be watching TV and you see all your stuff get rummaged through on TV. That's, and people that's are like, my storage unit. <laughs> Terrible. I'm just envisioning a feature here that Gavin would write and direct where it's like 28 days later where the guy wakes up from a coma. I'm like, oh, we have terrible news. Like, what happened? Is the world over? Taken over by zombies? No. We sold all the stuff that you didn't think was important enough to keep in your house. <laughs> no! We sold your extra golf clubs. <laughs> My humble dolls. I'm sorry. You will have to buy a new Christmas wreath. <laughs> but congrats on coming out. Yeah. I mean, really, if someone takes something and puts it in a storage unit, they kind of don't want it around anyway. Right? Well, yeah, what if you have stuff that's valuable that you just don't have the room for? You know what? This would be great. This would be a great response it. to that, is that if you don't want a bunch of stuff, you rent a storage unit for a month, and then you fill it to the brim <laughs> with I just crap. let it get repossessed. <laughs> some guy has to throw it all away. Yeah. Or Why don't you just off. take it to the dump instead of driving it all to a storage unit? That can be rather expensive. You might be surprised. And a lot of More expensive than paying for a storage a unit and driving it there. A lot of places will give you your first month for free. <laughs> <laughs> you fill it up with that stuff. And you then have a good point. I have, that would I have be the best some, episode of Storage Wars ever. I have some stuff that's going to be valuable in a in a, a long time that I just have to hold on to, but I don't have the room for it. Like what? And I have a. Have you heard of Damien Hurst? No. He's uh he's the artist who has the record for the, the most expensive art item. I think he he made a skull out of platinum and then just put diamonds all over it just for the hell of it. He he also put a shark in formaldehyde and like had a shark. Have you not heard of Damien Hurst? Seriously, no. no. Okay, he's, well he's a very sounds like a Bond villain. He's a very like, he's like the, the richest artist or something. Yeah, he's anyway. He signed. I was I was oh, filming him make art? paintings with paint, and I got covered in paint, so he signed my overalls. And anything that's signed by Damien Hurst is worth you know tons of money. So why don't you sell it right now? Because he's waiting for him I'm, to die. yeah. I'm waiting for him to become dead. Become dead. But what happens if he gets terrible. like a scandal? Like what happens if he, like he you know what happens if he gets he, a coma? Like or he, he like <laughs> runs a Ferrari into a school bus full of children. And then his, his reputation gets tarnished Wait, forever. Wait, who would win that? The Ferrari or the school bus? They're on the side of the cliff and the, the bus oh, okay. falls off the cliff. Oh, okay. But he, what we were filming, he, he has... The kids are in the Ferrari? Wait a minute. <laughs> Who's driving? Rebecca Vaughn? Bruce Wayne's actually driving the Ferrari. They go to the, they go to the David Hurst Elementary School. <laughs> Damien. All, Damien, where all the David school Hurst. buses are Ferraris. But what, what, he, what we were filming was he had a circular canvas and he just spins it really fast and then just chucks paint on it. And oh, it just spreads great. out. It looks cool. In tie-dye? But... <laughs> but they're, they're, they will sell for like tens of thousands. Of they had toys like that for and the, kids. And it's called a spiral gyro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we call that in America. Yeah? In Europe, yeah, they we, call it art. 
I, I guess I thought he was more famous than he is. He's I, listen, man. we're just not cultured people, <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, you come with some built-in culture because you come from Europe. Yeah. That's no giving thanks. him a lot of credit. <laughs> no, he does. When, when Gavin says something, I think with his accent, there is an implied authenticity to it. That's yes. true. You know, an authority. My friends and I believe this for years and years. If someone with an American accent says something that's a little snarky or rude, you're like, wow, she's a bitch. But say with a British accent – She's sassy. I like her. She, mm. she's, like, she's taking the piss. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> fucking hate that. All right, okay, since we're speaking about cultured events, why don't I talk to you guys about uh, RT Oz? So, Katie. RT OZ. RT, she even gave me a pronunciation here. So, oh, Katie, she? very cute girl on our Katie's side. awesome. We love Katie. Cute lady, I should say, who, uh, who runs our uh, RT Oz. She runs Rue Teeth down in Australia. And I think she's in Sydney, right? Well, the yes. last event we went to was in. Yeah, Mel- she, she's out in Sydney. Melbourne. So they're doing RT Oz again this year. Uh, I got some information here. The main event is in Sydney. The ticket, uh, which you purchase on the website, includes the entire night's worth of activities, uh, which was jam packed last year with different things happening all night. They did a badass event. It was uh, you and you and Joel were at that last year, right? Yeah, Brandon. Yeah, we went down for uh, we were doing promotion for DVDs in Australia, and they had the event at the same time as I believe Armageddon Con. Okay, yeah, which is what we were down there to do. And they have one of those super – there's a new thing now where they have these badass bowling alleys. Mm-hmm. They're like high-class, almost like gold-class bowling alleys. You ever been to one of these? No. They have in Seattle too where it's just like you rent your own lane. Like the, Essentially, the, the highball here in Austin is like one. Yeah, I guess But so. it's a funky version of it. Um, but, also, but apparently what they're going to do this year, uh, they're doing a Friday night event, which is a massive war of humans versus zombies. Nerf battle. That sounds badass. Ooh. Uh, I, I think they're going to do it uh, – for more information, you can go to the website, which we'll put in the link dump. Uh, there's also a Facebook and an RT group, which we'll also put in the link down. Last nope. year, they had 220 people. So if you're listening from Australia, they're selling tickets. You want to buy one before they sell out. Do you know what the share. website is? You can say it. Uh, I think it's RT Oz. No, it's Root Teeth, uh, which is just basically Rooster Teeth without the stir. The so Rooteeth.com. R-O-O-T-E-E-T-H. Yeah. Rooteeth. I love their logo. Or is it's it a, .au? It's a kangaroo boxing our teeth and knocking out our teeth. I love <laughs> yeah. Rooteeth.com. Yes. All right. What are, what are the other uh, domains down there? .co.oz? Is and that .inz. It might right? be .co.au for Australia. Yeah, for AU. Oh, it makes sense. I don't think they formally embrace the Oz distinction down there. <laughs> OZ. She even put here, oh, she put her birthday's OZ. <laughs> so I won't sound like an idiot to the Australian listener. But she wrote Z. I would kill to yeah. go to Australia, man. I would love to go to Australia. Have you never been? I've never been to Australia. I've only been off this continent one time. Where'd you go? You went to London, I went to, right? I went to, I went to Guildford. <laughs> you, went to, you came to England and you didn't even see me, Jack. Dude, I was I was there for two nights, I think. We could have had one two nights. Yeah. Still rude? It's your, listen, it's your country. You have the obligation to come and see him. Yeah. What do you do? Show up at your door? Sure. It's your country. I was on a schedule. I, didn't, I wasn't on vacation. I was at work. Yeah, sure. So you, you could have come down to see me in Guildford, where I was visiting uh, Criterion. I if I wanted to go to Guildford, yeah. <laughs> this, this is the trip where he went all the way to England and ate at TGI Fridays. Yeah, ate at TGI Fridays and we had Pizza Hut. <laughs> awesome. Nice. No, it was cool. We found like this little pub the next day, like next to a castle, which is like, oh, there's just a castle that's 3,000 years old. That's like, the right. thing about Europe. You could just go to a restaurant and look over, oh, castle. Not 3,000. Yeah, it's, it's pretty beautiful. I do, I do like... The oldness of Europe. You can't do that here in America. Nothing's very old. You and I were in Amsterdam. Yeah. And we were standing on a bridge, and I read the plaque on the bridge, and I realized that the bridge we were standing on is older than our country. Well, not older than the continent, but older than our discovery of the North American continent. Yeah. It was like a bridge from the 1300s. We were in Belgium, and we went in a castle that took like 800 years to build. (laughs) And you think, wow, like... 
you could be working on it and you could say, well, my great, great grandfather was working on this. It's still not done. It's just there's so yeah. many generations it took to make that place. Maybe it, maybe it was 400 years. It seems like the weirdest thing would be to be the person who's like you born and the church is being built and you die and the church is a little bit further being built. Yeah. Yeah, still knowing being you'll built. be designing it, knowing <laughs> that you'll never see it. Right. Ever. It's got to help. Or imagine just being the guy who put the last brick on. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. It's like 800 years. <laughs> then they cut off his head. <laughs> but man, Belgium, we may have talked about this since you I think back. we did. The, the, the really good smelling... Alleyway, the right. little yeah, you've talked about this God, I just want to go back to that one. It was like a two-by-two-foot <laughs> area. Where this, you is, just this, is, this is where Monty clenches his teeth. He's like, I've heard this before. Oh, my God. We shouldn't repeat ourselves. How dare you repeat Yeah, stuff. we shouldn't repeat ourselves. What, what's the name of our place in Amsterdam, Bernie? Badestuf. Cafe Badestuf. Cafe Badestuf. <laughs> Wherever in Amsterdam, go to Cafe Badestuf. It is, in English, it is the bar of stuff. That's <laughs> <laughs> It's in the Stoof province, we learned, or it's a Stoof neighborhood. Stoof and stuff neighborhood. It's Stoof. in the it's 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 in the red light district. So yeah. it's be careful kids. We in the red light district. Are you familiar, there. Are you familiar, have you ever been over to Amsterdam? I have never been to Amsterdam, but I do know Ludicrous and that's what I was singing. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Any thoughts <laughs> about is, the red light district? Yes, you t- yes. I know you're surprised. Yeah. <laughs> She's cultured. <laughs> She's, yeah, that's, this is American culture. Yeah. <laughs> Ludicrous. Talking yeah. about other places where you can get Marijuana I've been to Europe. But... <laughs> yeah. This is Americans take with them. Ludacris was in that Max Payne movie. Did you ever see that? Max no. Payne? Oh, no. But no, you never played Mark... Max Payne. No, I, I played Max Payne. It's the one of Mark Wahlberg, right? Yeah, that movie was terrible. It, it was also... nothing to do with the he game. He was also in Fast and the Furious 2. And this 5. Is, this is the main thing I don't like about when actors do stuff based on a book or on a game. Mark Wahlberg was like, I don't play the game. I don't care. Just did the movie. It's nothing like the movie. Uh, the game, yeah. I mean. Well, that was like, like were, I can't recall a movie based on a video game that is like the game in any way. Laura uh, Croft Tomb Raider? Yeah, Tomb Raider would be the closest, I would say. Did I mean, you think it was like it a lot? I mean, I she people, was exploring tombs and yeah, wearing various she, outfits She looked costumes. exactly like I'm her. sure the people who played the original Tomb Raider would say the storyline was nothing to do with it. I mean, Prince of Persia had a prince who could jump on stuff. And it was, the, it was the, the, he, had the, he had the time sword or whatever, the, dagger. the time dagger. Yeah. I am excited about Max Payne 3 coming out. Yeah. Is that this year? That is this year. Yeah, I'm excited I'm sure about someone that. with a cursory level of knowledge about Max Payne, if they did a slow motion scene, would say, oh yeah, that's just like Max Payne the game. They did one slow motion scene in the movie. That's, that was the big thing in yeah, Max Payne. Yeah, it was bullet time. Well, you bullet say like, time. like Doom. I mean, Doom had the whole first person Doom. stuff in yeah. the movie. <laughs> exactly. But it's like, what was the storyline of Doom? I mean, it was just... They yeah. opened a gateway to hell. On Mars. Yes. <laughs> No, that's what it is. They're, they're, they're colonizing Mars, and they end up opening a portal to hell. <laughs> what I'm saying that's is that the, the game itself, Doom, doesn't really have a very rich storyline, no, so they had no. to make a movie out of something, right? But, I mean, that was part of the original story. I want them to make like, a Legend of Zelda movie, but, like, someone impressive, like, Peter Jackson's got to direct it. It has to be super epic. It would be fantastic if we could divide cool. that up. Yeah. Or even, like, a television series. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Each temple would be one season. Well, I could, I could see, like, a Grand Theft Auto movie, but the thing is, like, those games are so well done. Like, I can't imagine a movie being much better. There was a movie it's called Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it had uh, Ronnie Howard in it. I So you, you're you saying that no movie has ever been like the game it's based on? I'm just naming – just name one that is. Like, yeah, it was a good like point. It. So – Like Super Mario Brothers. They have yet to make – That's why I'm so worried about <laughs> That was about a great Halo movie. Don Leguizamo was fantastic. I feel like they have yet to make a very cinematic game into an actual cinema experience. Like, I don't consider The Prince of Persia or Tomb Raider – games to be that overly cinematic like yeah. when i think of a cinematic game i think of mass effect they made a pokemon movie i think of stop it they made you know, three. Pokemon a, did start as a game or start as a cartoon there's a, a game, game. It was a game. that's cartoon. why uh like if you play pokemon red or blue the 
the drawings of the Pokemon look different. It's not like a live action game. movie though. It's still animated yeah, to the the series. Yeah. If they made a live action Pokemon, sign me up. I'm auditioning for. There that was too. a trailer for a live action Pokemon, like what a, like a fan made one. Uh, I would like to play Mew, the uh, cat Pokemon. A cat Pokemon. <laughs> I know jack shit about Pokemon. Yeah, I, know I have no idea who I'd play. I just want to be in it. How many Pokemons are there now? Like, as far as how many actual titles <laughs> are there? all of them. Originally, there was 150. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking Mewtwo. like games, like carts. Like oh, how I have many, no idea. Like red, gold, Carrie and black. all of them upstairs would know. After the, like, red, blue, and uh, yellow, I stopped. I had yellow. Those are the first three? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> so Doom had Carl Urban in it, right? Carl Urban and The Rock. Oh, Carl Urban. That guy's awesome. He is. He, the boy. I worked on a Bones. Carl Urban movie. It's the last thing I did before I left. Really? Do you have anything signed by him that you're hoping he'll uh, die for? No. Okay. But the movie was, he'll, he'll was called Dread. Oh, shit. You worked on Dread? Yeah. Yeah, that's the remake of Judge Dread. Yeah, he was Judge Dread. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he never takes his helmet off in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Unless you shot something that he's helmet off, then we might spoil everything. The for thing everybody. is, I I often turn up on set not having a clue what I'm doing, so I kind of have to ask around. Why does that not it. shock me? Well, I don't you know, show I up not knowing what like, you're doing. So I turn up on set. I'm like, so I've got to figure out what this is. It looks like a movie. And then, and then and there are cameras then, pointing at people. And then the dude like walks <laughs> by, all like in his gear, and I'm like, that's the guy from Star Trek. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. This and girl, then, this girl in this movie, in the the female lead, it looks like in. Dread yeah. has the most British name ever. Her what name is, it? What is, is it? Olivia Thirtleby. <laughs> yes. But she's not British. She's born and raised in New York, it says in her bio. We we shot it in an abandoned shopping center in London. It was That's dingy. Cool. cool. It was something to do with drugs. But yeah. And Lena Heedy. Heedy. Who's that? I don't know. Yeah, Dread, <laughs> Dread's based on a comic book, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. But it is weird. Like, I've turned up on set sometimes where like, I figure out what I'm doing as I'm there. I've done one job where... After I finished and left, I still have no idea what it was. Oh, yeah? I flew to Latvia to film a little nozzle, like, in a black piece of cardboard, spraying some liquid. And everyone was Latvian. I didn't really get any explanation of what, what I was doing. Shot it, went home. I don't know. What you was have, it? You have no idea where that <laughs> yeah, is now? Where that footage is? I have no idea. So you just hand off the footage to an editor or something like that. Yeah. Like, Here you I go. don't do any post-production. I would be obsessed with trying to figure out what that was yeah. if I shot it. Like, mm. you could have been, like, part of some cult thing to, to bring about the Antichrist or something. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you have no idea what was it, different colored liquids or just one color liquid? It's just like a spray. It was like a jet of white spray. So you shot it against, like, a green screen or something? It was just or? black, against black. Like, psh. That's it. <laughs> I flew all the way to Latvia to do that. Took cash, and then you went home. That's it. <laughs> that's really weird. All right, well, speaking of Mass Effect... Um, that's another. That's another thing that hasn't been spoiled for me yet. Somehow, I have yet to have the ending of that game spoiled. For I me. don't. <laughs> I don't really know. Well, I know everyone's going to write my comments. I but. don't really know that it can be spoiled for you. Like, like it's Mad not Man. like a one-liner. Like, oh shit, you're spoiled. I mean, you have to like explain something for two or three minutes to. I, all I know is a, a shit ton of people are unhappy about the ending, and a bunch of people don't care about the ending. Like a bunch of people like there's oh, like petitions that. going on. Anyway, yeah, right? I don't play Mass Effect. I have now finished Mass Effect. Oh, okay. Three. That's okay. And I'll, I'll what be very think? careful not to spoil anything here. I appreciate that. Thank you. But it's it's just, I guess people who have played the game for a while wanted a better ending. It's essentially all I can think. They wanted something better than what was there. I mean, I can see that. I mean, like, I played Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and Revelations, and the way they wrapped the Ezio storyline, I mean, that was three full games. And the way they wrapped up his story was awesome. Like, it was, like, the most, like, rewarding 
ending I could I could imagine. It was like, a pretty sweet cutscene. Yeah, I mean, it was like it was yeah. awesome. Like I, I never played the first game, but even they kind of wrapped up the Altair storyline too, which they kind of touch on a little bit in Revelation. And even that, like the way they link everything together, was just like that's fucking brilliant. It was some of the best writing I've seen in a game. It was, pre- it was ever. really nice how they interlace Ezio and. Um, Sorry. I'll tell you. I'll tell your story. Yeah, especially with the ending. Oh, I want to talk about it now. I know. I know. <laughs> so. I'm really glad that you guys are huge fans of that franchise and you can talk about it because, once again, I know nothing about it. I can't even tell you what game goes in what order. No, see, well, I'm like that with Mass Effect. Like, I've, I've literally played 30 minutes of Mass Effect 1 and that's it. Yeah, I know zero except that Shepard's a dude on it and apparently no, he's Shepherd's a chick. Oh, well, <laughs> anything. So I you guess, just missed Assassin's way. Creed completely. Pretty much. Ah, huh. it's fun. No, listen. I have. I think I have a thousand points in the first Assassin's Creed, and after that, I'm off. I'm off the radar. Like I collected all the flags and killed all the Templars. I think I was there when you collected the last flag or, or killed the last Templar or something. So annoyed. I don't have a thousand points in that game. There's there's achievements you can miss. I'm not playing the whole game again. You have to talk to the woman at every available yes. opportunity. Missed it. Yep. Oh, and also, mm-hmm. I killed 49 out of 50 Templars. Where's the last one? I don't know. You I tell have me. No <laughs> idea. <laughs> yes. I'm so annoyed. Ask Michael. He thousand it. We did together. When you are when you're in a game and you're playing, yeah. and you see a collectible, and they're pretty. I clear, avoid it. Right. I don't want you to pick one up by accident because yeah. then you're searching for one you may have already got. It's a nightmare. Right. You should be able to disable them. Like GTA, I want to turn off all the pigeons and then turn them on when I want to collect them. Or it should be like Saints Row, where after a certain point they appear. You can buy it in game where they appear right. on your map. Yeah, Re- Revelations did that, where like there were a hundred hidden items. The that data after fragments. You, yeah, after yeah. You, after you collect fifty, the others show up on your map. Yeah, that's good. So okay, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then it, then then you're rewarded for oh, there's one. Let me grab it. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. so I mean, that's actually a, a much more elegant solution. Yeah. And you could you could easily stumble across half of them on the map. Just I mean just just seeing them around. Even if you throw in well, also they have like this eagle vision mode where you can kind of like see extra stuff. If you see one in that mode, it marks it on your map too. That's it. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of it's like eagle vision. It's like like it's a way to like identify uh, like enemies and stuff like that. And, like, I, w- I would places. I would play the trilogy though the the sec the Assassin's Creed two and the next two games. Play those. Okay. Yeah. So don't, don't worry about the first Assassin's one. Assassin's Creed. Two it is goes, three games. It goes Assassin's yes. Creed yes. One, Assassin's Creed two, two, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Assassin's Creed Revelations. And now but they're making two three. Brotherhood and Revelations are yeah. a trilogy. You are so much reminding me why for Red versus Blue we went back to numbering the seasons <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as opposed to naming the seasons. In fact, now on our on our box, yeah, covers, fact, we just put season seven, season eight. The yeah. fact that they called Assassin's Creed two Assassin's Creed two makes me think: Were they planning a trilogy? I don't know. Or were they going to mean? Well, well I, I know. I know. Why would you call a trilogy two and then? No, it makes sense because these storylines, like Revelations and Brotherhood, fall at Ezio still, and they just completed a storyline. So now we're moving on to a totally new character in the third one. So yeah. I think it makes sense that way. Who did me. I play in the first one? Did I play Ezio? I played Altair. No, Altair. 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 Yeah. You always right. play Desmond, who has ancestors. Yeah, right. T- technically, you're Desmond, who is then going you, into you go the into body. machine, then and you Inception the yeah. Yeah. Here's yeah. what I play. I remember Assassin's Creed Two because, and I played it, Jack, just because you talk about it so fondly. Seriously, because okay. I had good memories of Assassin's Creed, but you were like, you've got to play it. It's amazing. I was in Italy during the Renaissance. I want to say yes, and I got in some kind of mob brawl fight with a yes. bunch of people, and I was like, all right, I'm turning. That, that's, <laughs> that's, that's like literally the beginning of the game. That's it like was. The, that's like. You can't yeah. do that with games these days. I Every know. game starts terribly. What game? Ha- what game is like? This is brilliant instantly. Mass Effect uh, Two, uh, Batman, Dead Space Two. Uh, Jack, I, I, I have put off playing Dead Space Two because Jack has said such amazing things about the opening to Dead Space Two, and Mass Effect Two had an amazing opening. I that was the first time I played Mass Effect. I was you drop straight in it. Everything's good. I didn't like it. Wait, so, so, do, so like have it? you played Dead Space Two now? I have not. You have not. Okay. 
I, but like I hear the tutorial can... levels ridiculously. The, the, the first stage of Dead Space Two is, is fucking incredible. <laughs> it's I mean like it has a different feel. It has a different overall tone. Dead Space Two does from Dead Space One, but Dead Space Two the the intro is fantastic. I thought the beginning of Halo Three was good. Where you like walking through the jungle and finding the brutes and all that? That's pretty good. Halo's Halo's solid. The beginning of Skyrim's kind of that way too. I mean, you're like about to be executed, but then this dragon comes out of nowhere. See, and you're like, oh too, fuck! That kind of hey, thing. hey, what? Come on! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, there's dragons in Skyrim. Oh, that dang kind of thing it. is, It's too overwhelming <laughs> for me. Like, it's just too much at once. Man, I watched Moneyball again because I was on vacation. I, I decided to like play it in the background while I was ironing. I, I have to iron in a hotel. I hate that. What do you iron? <laughs> What do you mean, what do I iron? I iron clothes after I pull them out of a suitcase. Yeah. Shirts? Just hang them up. Underwear. Yeah, I know, Gavin. You I, have to. I can't go to a business meeting looking like I just crawled out of a suitcase <laughs> myself. There, there, Moneyball is a great movie. And it, 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 it begs extra watching. There is a scene in Moneyball where the writers are just like, fuck it, we're going to leave the audience behind. We don't care. It's when they're trading for Rincon. And it is, and you just have to watch, I'll show you the scene again. You have to watch it like three times to even understand. They even like write in. I guess they're named after actual people that were in baseball at the time. There's two guys named Steve that they're calling on the phone, and they're trying to get which one straight, who they're calling, and it's insane. And they don't they don't care if you can keep up or not. They just blaze yeah. right through it. That whole scene is just Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill in, a, in an office with a phone. Talking about numbers and talking about yeah. players and organizations, yeah. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. I yeah. want to talk about a very cool video that Achievement Hunter just made. I don't know if you've seen it, Bernie. It's called... Mario with a zero. Can I put you on pause for just one second so we can finish the really quickly the wrap up on this Mass Effect discussion? Yeah, because I know it's a hot button issue. Gus, oh, and yeah, I, yeah. Gus and I might do a separate podcast where we just like a spoiler podcast okay. where we talk about our opinions of the end. We might actually call might be a good idea to loop in Eddie too. He's a now a writer on Red versus Blue and he had opinions of it. But in a nutshell, no spoilers. Gus and I think everyone's insane. The Mass the Mass Effect ending is completely and totally fine. There's one argument about related, and this is not a spoiler, related to some choices and whether the choices are clear or not. I get that. That's a, that's a mechanics thing. Whatever. You know, I, the, as far as narratively, the ending for Mass Effect uh, is is perfectly fine. And people who are complaining about it, I, I don't get it. And even all the stuff I complained about last week about Mass Effect 2 that could be spoilers, all that stuff is cleared up. All that stuff makes total sense now. And, and the way they explained everything, and it, I think it's great. Huh. Can I, also, I, I could not be happier with the end. Let me also say something now that I'm thinking about, like, we're going back in time and talking about stuff we were just talking about before. Um, we, you were talking about Assassin's Creed 2, and you were thinking it's a trilogy or whatever. Like, it's it's funny they named it 2. I, I just read yesterday that Assassin's Creed 3 has been in development for two and a half years already, which hmm. would have put it, like, they started production on it almost immediately after 2 came out. Yeah, right. I heard that so, they picked it up yeah. second to stop. So it's they've had more nuts. development time on this one since the very first game. Like this is the most development. But even that's awesome. Time. Like how much dedication was that? Of, oh, oh, so I'm, I'm, cool. I'm super jazzed about it. <laughs> I'm actually excited about that American Revolution one. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a war we've never really seen in a video game, right? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. There's a History Channel Civil War game. <laughs> <laughs> American Revolution one. That's a game or that's a, in a war we've never seen a game for. <laughs> you know what would be a good, a good thing they should explore, and I don't know if they have in the Assassin's Creed universe yet, is Pirates. Somebody put on Reddit the other day that cool. they would love to see Rockstar do for a pirate game what they did for Western game with Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. That would be pretty good. That would be pretty cool. sweet. Well, like in Assassin's Creed 2, at one point, you like there's a map, and there's kind of like different locations marked on the map. And it's like where, like where assassins were. And there's a lot of hints and stuff like like Japan's in there. And like I think I want to say the Caribbean's in there. Oh, so it's yeah, like, I remember that. You could send your guys to like – 
Well, not, not that, not oh, that. This period. is like this is sort of like a okay, not an Easter egg, but it's it's, it's pretty cool. So okay. like that 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 map, like it was a map of the world before people knew what the world looked like. So it's kind of one of those weird things. Not that we know now. And then, like like <laughs> California, be clear. California was an island. It was really strange. <laughs> um, but yeah, people looked at that and were trying to figure out what the other Assassin's Creed titles could be based on that map because like they had the Assassin logo ah. scattered throughout. So huh. they were saying like feudal Japan and like. You know, like pirates, like you said. That Japan be, would be awesome, too. Like, if you had be, samurai up in there, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be pretty awesome. sweet. It's crazy. I mean, Assassin's Creed is like, it just came out and it was a franchise. Yeah. You know, as soon as it came out. Yeah. I know, I loved it. I, man, there was nothing more rewarding than sneaking up on a Templar and doing the most It's everything that you want to do in real life, but you can't because of physical limitations and morality. Like Eagle Vision? <laughs> yes! <laughs> I wish! Like climbing buildings, jumping on top of guys, stabbing <laughs> him in the throat, running away, jumping on a horse and... And Escape. hey, let's not forget collecting flags. And collecting flags. I know, I just Jim Jones uh, to collect flags. And, and uh, Kristen Bell's in it too, so that doesn't hurt. Whoa, Kristen Bell's in it? Yeah. Yeah, she's the woman. She's the, the, she's the woman who robbed me of my achievement. Because <laughs> you didn't talk what? to her enough. Yeah. That's your problem. You're not talking to the girls enough. I didn't even recognize her voice. So yeah, I heard you know, Kristen Bell with the whole sloth video where she goes oh, crazy. I love that. So adorable. Yeah, well, it's it's adorable on the surface, but then you got to realize that somebody's life is like living with a person who cries. <laughs> oh. That, that deck shepherd is like, oh, God. It's like, oh, you feel like a red She's happy. But... Somebody told me that we were talking got on the topic of sloths this weekend when I was in Los Angeles, and somebody told me that a big problem for sloths, it's a big mortality issue for them, is that they'll be in a tree and they're so slow and lazy that when they go to move, that they're holding on to a branch with one hand, they let go with their other hand, and they move so slowly they think their own arm is a branch, and they grab onto it, <laughs> and then they let go <laughs> with that hand, and then they fall to their death, and it's a common way that sloths die. That wow. can't be true. <laughs> How are they still around? Surely evolution would have sorted them out. Natural selection. I don't know if it's true or not. The person who said it didn't sound all that knowledgeable, but it's still pretty goddamn funny. It's like the, the belief that lemmings just reduce their population by throwing themselves off tall Cliffs. Didn't wasn't it supposed to be like a Disney Nature Show made them do that yeah. for the shot? Yeah, they like forced them to jump off. It was a Disney that made that what that urban legend. There was something called like Wild Wild Kingdom or something. Was yeah. it animated? And they no. no, they featured lemmings and they ran the lemmings off a cliff. Why would they do that for the shot? Established this. <laughs> yeah. Here, I'll look it up. You tell us about your Let's Play with Mario. Yeah, have you heard of this, buddy? Uh, I, no, but I read your description of it on yeah. the uh, so on the site. It's Four-player co-op Super Mario Bros. Side-scroller, like the really old one. Super Except Mario everyone... Bros. What? Bros. Hey, at least go, he's saying Mario, on. not Mario. All right, I'll take Super that. Super Mario Brothers. Everyone has a portal gun. So at any one time, you can have eight portals on this 2D map, <laughs> on the 2D level. And it's absolutely insane. Like, as soon as a shell starts moving, it goes in one, comes flying out the other, straight down another one. Everyone's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's, it was ridiculous. It's like a 20-minute video. It's just chaos the whole time. Do you have – do you have uh, – everyone have an orange and blue portal gun or does everybody have their own? You can set the color colors. of your portals, your okay. first and second portals. But it's just, so your portal only goes to your portal? Yes. Okay. So it's just like the actual portal game co-op. My but. favorite part is when Big Bertha hits you and you were like, oh, no, go fish, <laughs> like, as you die. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was just crazy. And that's on AchievementHunter.com right now? Yeah. It is. W- yeah. Watching Gavin play this, I realized how terrible he is at video games. <laughs> yeah. Well, this sounds, like, this sounds horrible. No, these, these are, there were points where it's just like, oh, he's just going to jump into a hole. Well, the whole <laughs> point is you're, you're playing the actual game, so at no point do you need to use Portal. There's yeah. parts where you're portaling yourself for a good, like, two minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah. damn it, I'm stuck. <laughs> but all the physics are good. Like, you can do that thing where you just keep falling through your two portals and then shoot one somewhere else and you just go, whoop, 
just come flying out at that speed. I love I love the so let's fun. play stuff. I love it. I mean, it's just like they, they end up being the longest videos too. And I think who's gonna watch these? People watch them. Like, People like them. We, uh, I played with Jeff. I played Utopia. Yeah, forty five. It was minutes. interesting. I watched that whole thing. It's really just like just sitting around enjoying about how shitty the games are or how bad we are at the games. That Skyrim Unicorn video, whoa, hit the microphone thing. Sorry. That Skyrim Unicorn video is really popular too that you guys did, uh, you and Michael. Because didn't, was it Jeff who did the other one? No, it was Jeff and I did. Jeff and The one yeah. Red Dead Redemption. We yeah. made, we made oh. a new corn. I was so disappointed in the one for Skyrim that you guys didn't put a rainbow in there. I mean, that was my favorite <laughs> part of the Red Dead Redemption I, I, one. I manually made that rainbow. Like, that was the crappiest thing I ever. I laughed <laughs> so hard. I laughed so hard when I saw that rainbow, dude. So the, um, it's, I got an idea for uh, Let's Play, something I've been meaning to do anyway. Why don't we go back and play Red Dead multiplayer? Because there's oh. a lot of achievements I need to get in Red Dead Multiplayer. Sure. I've never played the multiplayer. I always have an ulterior motive for my Let's Plays. <laughs> Dude, I would love to play some Assassin's Creed multiplayer. We're still trying to get multiplayer achievements. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. The Assassin's Creed know. multiplayer is very fun. It's fucking awesome. Like, it's it's a multiplayer. It takes It's a different kind of multiplayer. But once you understand it, once you get used to it and kind of get better at it, it is, it's it's some of my favorite multiplayer I've ever played. I feel pretty, have, you, have you played it, buddy? No, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. But I've, I think I watched Jack play so it. So the, yeah. the way it works is... You have to assassinate someone, and someone has to assassinate you. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, you have time. a target, but you're also targeted. Now, I I played this with some friends, and I've gotten to the point now where I can tell who's a real player and who's an NPC just by the way they move. Like I'll be walking into a crowd, I see like seven of the Doctor characters, and one of them will just be like moving a bit differently. I'm like, he he's gonna kill me. And all of a sudden, like, I'll start backing away, and he'll like veer towards me, like. He's, he's going to come and I'll just run and he'll start chasing me. But you can, it's like really tense. Like you're constantly on the lookout for like someone in the crowd could be set to kill you. And, and like the, the more quietly they kill you, the more points they get. Yeah. So if they actually start chasing and just run at you, they get like 100 points. But if they just like work their way into the crowd and then just go poison or something like that, you get like 20 yeah. points. You get, you, get more, really, you get more perks based on how, how well you do. Like it's as a lot of fun. But you, you get paranoid as hell. Especially oh, when yeah. you're approaching your target and you think someone's after you. It's like. Crap, crap. You have to kill your target before you get killed. Now, we are talking a lot about Assassin's Creed today, but i got to say this. I, there's no better testament to how fun a game is than to watch people in this office who play games all day. What When they get a break, they'll stop and play a game. And, Jack and that'll will, be like the hobby. Jack And Jack will stop and play Assassin's Creed. Like, it's yeah. always on your desk. And he will load up Assassin's Creed after he's worked on editing videos about video games all day. So right now, it's Assassin's Creed and Trials HD are the two games I, I kind of pick up. And then when I, at home, I play Star Wars. But yeah. like it, it, Star Wars is a little bit different just because I don't feel like I have to be capturing at all times. And for me, it's Left 4 Dead and Halo. You know, I mean, those are the things I load you up. You still play Halo? Yeah. And I, I tell you what, I'm, Mass Effect 3 multiplayer could be that for me now, too, because it's just like, you know, can play for a you 10, shit 15 minutes. on Mass Effect 3 multiplayer <laughs> during that, that live stream we I did. didn't. I just said I hadn't played it, and I got so much You, said, you said it doesn't that. make sense in that world or something along those lines. All I said was I haven't played Mass Effect multiplayer, and I don't know that I will because I don't think of Mass Effect as a multiplayer game. That's all I said. That's all I said. And I caught so much grief. And now that I've played Mass Effect multiplayer, now it makes sense to me. Okay. totally makes sense. Because it's not Versus. Versus would be, you know, I, I just yeah. imagine playing Versus multiplayer and just being in a slam or, like, in a pole and be drifting in space for, like, <laughs> you know, 15 <laughs> seconds for every match. And then being briefed constantly because, yeah. you know. Like, whenever whenever in the campaign you can do stuff that the NPCs can't do, it would never work in multiplayer. Like, yeah. can you imagine playing Max Payne against someone else who can also slow down time and shoot you? wouldn't work. Yeah, but it's, it's cool. The, the horde mode that they have, we talked about it a little bit last week, where you have objectives during horde mode, awesome. 
That's cool. It's, have, you played, have you played it yet? Not yet. Yeah, it's really cool. So, okay. like, you'll be playing it on a different level. Instead of just, oh, here's another wave of enemies, kill them. It's go to get these checkpoints and disable these terminals while you're fighting off the enemies. So there's different things to do at different points. Uh-huh. Cool. So you're not just like, oh, bigger wave, more intense wave, kill them and get to the next one. It doesn't work that way. And then there's a set number of waves, and then you have to get an extraction. At least all the, the versions that I've played so far. Cool. It also helps a lot for getting your achievements in using different biotic powers or different tech powers. And also there's an achievement in Mass Effect 3 to get 5,000 kills. I finished the campaign. I think I'm at 1,200. Oh, yeah, wow. so it's you can rack up a whole hell of a lot more by playing multiplayer. That's cool. I'm not going to – although I have to go back and if I'm going to get all the achievements, play Mass Effect again and play it on Insanity, which I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> um, can you not play on Insanity on your first run? Uh, I, or do you have to unlock it? Specifically, I, I haven't had a lot of time to play games lately, so if I get a mode like that, I will play on normal just because I want to experience the story. And people, I knew the Mass Effect 3 ending was going to get spoiled for me. So I played on normal, and I blazed through that in about a yeah. week. Mm. I think it was like 35 hours, and I did it in a week. Yeah, I've put on easy to get certain achievements, and I'll go back to difficult if it, I need to make it harder in order to achieve something. But why make Shame it harder? On you. Why make it harder? Why? <laughs> this is America, Bernie. This is the land of making it easy. This is America. Let's not work hard. No. I don't like it when difficulty doesn't affect achievements. Um, it cheapens all the achievements. Yeah, I get that. Like uh, on Halo's, Skyrim. Halo's smart about that. They make you do everything yeah. normal or heroic. On on Skyrim, you actually start on the hardest difficulty. Do you? There's like four or five difficulty levels, and you start on the top. And um, you can lower it, and then it Which just is what them. I did immediately. Can I tell you what I hate? Yeah. Since we're on the topic of stuff in games that we like and don't like? Yeah. I hate when there's a level of difficulty in a game that you have to unlock. Yeah. By playing an easier level. Yeah, that's if, just that they want you to play more than once. Yeah, well, that's what I don't like. <laughs> Especially they, you know, if they make it. Or, what's even worse, they actually have eliminated this in most games. But some of the early games and achievements, it was, you got achievement and it was lower points for beating the game on easy, then mid-level for beating on normal, and then, you know, higher points for beating on hard and insanity. But it didn't cascade. Yeah, it didn't exactly. Stack. Hitman Blood Money was like that. There were four difficulties. You had to play every difficulty the whole game. It's for the whole game four times. Fuck that. Yeah. You did it, though. I, I play on the hardest difficulty, and when the lower three didn't unlock, I was just like, oh. But I had to get 1,000 points. I had to do it. I, I don't think I ever got too much into the Hitman uh, franchise, because I always felt like Hitman, I could do things the exact same way twice and get different results. Yeah. Like, because it's a stealth game. But don't, don't you like that? Uh, no, I, I, it felt kind of random. So oh. it's like I'm sneaking up on a dude, and I got out my little, what do they call that, garrote or whatever? The, yeah. the, the fiber wire, I think. The fiber the piano wire. wire. And you're, I'm going to choke the guy, and it's like I get within two feet of him, and he sees me. It's like, well, I, I know on this level, when I tried to run through a minute ago, I did this exact same thing, and he didn't I like, see me. I like random hmm. stuff in games. You do? Yeah. Um, you know, I, like, I don't like the fact that you can know exactly where everyone's going to be you know, based on timing and stuff. I like that it's random. I can't, That's what I did like about Hitman, was the fact that like you could learn the schedule for people. That I did like, but I, it meant the individual encounters felt a little too random. Oh, okay. Well, sometimes in Hitman, you would have objectives that would... Like, there's one level in the first Hitman where you have to rob a safe. There's three safes, and the thing could be in any of three. Mm-hmm. And you just get a different experience based on complete randomization. Do the assassination minigames in Saints Row remind you of Hitman? No. At all? They do, For some just, reason, they do. You just drive up and shoot someone, though. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> or you have to lure them out, I guess. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you, you like, do these things to like, lure them out. God, yeah. it, one, of the stuff, one of the levels I played in Hitman was so complex, you could drop a chandelier on somebody. Yeah, they got oh. kind of... I remember the one in the theater 
Where That's you, it. Yeah, is it? Well, there's a bunch that you could you could either like replace the fake knife for the the play with a real knife, or you. Could oh no, just, it was a gun. It was like a prop gun. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. And you can yeah. have him shoot him. Yeah, and, and so the, actually dies. the other actor actually just kills him. Yeah, that was a, that was kind of a change from the original because the original you just went in and killed people in the quietest way possible. In the fourth one, Blood Money, you could make every kill look like an accident, pretty much. And you got bonus points if like someone happened to fall into a trash compactor or something like that. <laughs> I, cool. I remember one that was like you could you could poison donuts and leave them outside of a, like <laughs> yeah. a police van, cool. and then open them like oh, donuts, a, and then they yeah. die. <laughs> you give it to a surveillance team. Awesome. <laughs> you think you think the cops would fall for that? Yeah. Just <laughs> donuts like sitting outside their deal. <laughs> Oh, Perpetuate man. that stereotype. Keep it going. The it, name of the movie that Disney filmed was White Wilderness. White and this is from Snopes.com. During the filming of the 1958 Disney nature documentary White Wilderness, the film crew induced lemmings into jumping off a cliff and into the sea in order to document their supposedly suicidal behavior. This is true. So murders. Do it. we're doing a nature program where they lied about nature. Yes, yeah. yeah, so lemming suicide is fiction. Why would they do that? Well, because they thought it was real and they were just trying to demonstrate it. To them. <laughs> right. So they induced it to just dem- you know to show. Like what it. you said, Gavin, the world's not round and lemmings don't kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like that's like doing a documentary on polar bears and having a polar bear fight an elephant. It's be awesome. Uh, that happens. <laughs> polar bear fight an elephant. Well, cool. people thought that polar bears and elephants fought, and they just they they thought, well, we want to take the time to like follow a polar bear around until it runs into an elephant. We'll just put them together. That was like season four of Lost. <laughs> <laughs> What I'm saying is, obviously, they didn't, they didn't fake it, but this was maybe an established fact at the time that, that this was the thing where lemmings were thought to run off hills for population control or run off cliffs. And so the Disney crew just set it up so they would do that. I don't know if they invented the actual hmm. theory. Weird. We should no, have more nature documentaries like are notoriously difficult to film as wild animals are not terribly cooperative. Many nature shows and films of this era, including Disney's True Life Adventures – uh, movies and TV's Wild Kingdom stage events to capture exciting footage for their audiences. The sight of a few lemmings mistaking a lake or ocean for a stream and drowning after swimming out too far or being pushed over a cliff during the frenzied rush of migration has become the basis of a widespread belief that lemmings commit suicide en masse when their numbers grow too large. So they were just trying to show something, not necessarily the suicidal behavior right. you know, from the big herd rushing, but that's what they – they started an urban legend by showing this. <sighs> and, and a whole video game series. <laughs> you think Lemmings, is, Lemmings, the video game series, is based on Lemmings? Like, yeah. But, I mean, they're not mice. They're little elves. Yeah. It's kind of like a theoretical thing. Yeah. But Did I you mean, ever play Lemmings? Yeah. I okay. played the crap out of Lemmings. That was one of the few games I got to play at school because, like, like, it was, like, learning strategy and stuff like that. Like Did that, you play at school? That and Oregon Trail. Ah, oh, Oregon Trail. Yeah, best. they're both pretty morbid games. <laughs> you You've died in dysentery. You have to sacrifice, like, the blockers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sad. Blow them up and everything. Yeah. Those, yeah, those, those be the dude. You pin a couple in, and then let one, you know, have one build up your ramps and stuff, and then blow up the one who's blocking. I, it. I was a sicko. I just put one blocker at the front, wait for them all to bump into, and put the back one. They'd just be all trapped, blow them all up. <laughs> the worst thing about the dysentery thing is that it sounds like, oh, it's historically accurate. It's a medical thing. Oh yeah, dysentery. Until dysentery. a kid asked, "What is dysentery?" And you're like, "Uh, it's fatal diarrhea." Yeah, like, you crap yourself to death, right? <laughs> Jesus, that's horrific, man. That's terrible. Then they have other ones that are weaker. It's like Jonah fell off the back of the wagon and broke his ankle. You're like, damn it, Jonah. Like, get back on there. We got to go. I never rested for my family. I don't know if you guys would push onward until everyone died. I was was the one, I would always like, everyone plays the banker because you get more money at the start. And I always play as the farmer, which is like the the most difficult one, and and try to survive. But yeah, you can make your own food. Yeah, well, yeah. But if you make it to the very end, then you would actually get like a lot of bonus points. You mind if I never played this game? It's called Oregon Trail. Oh. 
Yeah, I've never played that. It's a it's a big touchstone for gamers in America because we all played it during school. It was you would follow a family that was moving from like Pennsylvania to Oregon, and you yeah. had to go through the the like the unexplored West or Midwest, and it was just awful. You were facing in, like, trials and tribulations on the way, like dysentery. And you had you start off with five people in your family, and then typically you had two by the time you got to what? So they died. Yeah. yeah, they died. Yeah. Wow, your family can <laughs> die, get sick. I'd always, yeah, I'd always kill like 500 pounds worth of buffalo, and they're like, you can only take back 200. And I was like, what the hell? Why? Like, why can't I make buffalo trips? I need to feed my family. <laughs> You're like, ah, fuck it. Let's leave it here. They'll make more buffaloes. we <laughs> <laughs> learn the folly of the American explorer. Tatanka. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here. I'll read the description of Oregon Trail to you. Oh, wait. This is the actual Oregon Trail. Uh, yeah, it's Missouri to Oregon City. That's what it was, not Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So. And it was just – it was kind of like an educational game that they would let us play in school. But everyone just really liked the game a lot. You got to shoot buffalo and bears and oh, uh, yeah. rabbits yeah, and stuff like that. <laughs> Did you have an equivalent of that in the UK? I don't think so. Maybe. Not in my The school. English Channel, the game. I went to a very small school. <laughs> did, you have, did you have a computer course, a computer education course? The kind, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Like what did you cover in that? Like, like what was a computer project you would do in the UK? We would do like Microsoft Access and Excel and stuff. You do database. Yeah. Well, that sounds awesome. Yeah, they're doing smart stuff. For us, they're like, oh, play this game. Number much. Here you go. <laughs> let's, put, let's put Gavin on Microsoft Access right now oh, and have him tell us what to do. That would, be, that would be a fun video. Yeah. There was a guy recently who just posted he went back and took the SAT as a 35-year-old. And apparently oh, yeah. it's pretty funny. Did you see it? Yeah, I read that. How do you do? He actually he beat his old score. He beat his score from when he was like 17 or 18 by like 35 points. Did he really? Awesome. Yeah. Did he study for it? I don't think so. I think he went in cold. I think I would do fine in everything but mathematics. I think I would do... I, would do, I hate math. I'd probably do better. I, I imagine. I don't know, but... It also helps when you don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just taking it for the hell of it. Well, you did that Microsoft certificate... What was that thing that you did? Some, <laughs> you just you did it to see how much it would take you to pass, and you passed. Yeah, I was a Microsoft certified developer. <laughs> or, uh, um, I forget the actual name. There it, it was initials. It was big in the dot-com era. And I, I, you could take, you just paid a hundred bucks to take the course or to take the test. And that's just for like a a CV. Yeah. And then I would, um, I, uh, went in to take the test just to see what I would have to study. And I passed the test. (laughs) Like I think you needed a 700 on the test to pass. And I got a 700. (laughs) I I know so many people who don't study for stuff. And I studied for hours and hours in school and they'd go in and get a hundred and I'd get like a C. I'm like, dang it. Smart people. Sucks. Like, my friend's father uh, just felt like taking the bar exam and passed. Didn't study at all. Wow. Jeez, what the hell? You can't put that on your CV, by the way. It's an Microsoft edit. certified. You should put Microsoft certified in brackets. Barely. <laughs> no, nope. really nope. it all counts. <laughs> Mostly. Kind of. yeah, it was, There's like an asterisk next to it. Yeah. C bottom. <laughs> an MCSE. MCSE. It was part of that program. Huh. So. Cool. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> totally awesome. <laughs> So, uh, Jack, I went to Los Angeles this weekend, and yes. I, I saw you there for the first part of the weekend. Yes. And you, when you were flown out there by Rooster Teeth, you stayed at the W. I know. Yeah, so we stayed at the W. The I, I didn't book that, but it was, we, it was pretty nice. Man, so so the W, it, like, 
it's one of these these quote unquote green hotels, which is just bullshit. Which means that the lights are dim and there's no fucking water. And it also <laughs> makes you feel bad for washing a towel. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you know, like save the environment. You're like, uh, anyway, so like the the shower at this hotel, it's really nice, like this marble shower, very fancy. Like they have like fancy soaps and shampoos and everything. Yeah, marble's great for the environment. My marble. <laughs> <laughs> but like the shower head is one of those that's like six inches wide with like all the little like nozzles on it and everything. It's a like, rain shower. Yeah, it's like one of those fancy ones. But and so it's like, oh, that's gonna be great. And then you turn on the water and like the water just like dribbles off of it. Yeah. I hate love showers no yeah and I'm, and I'm like I'm a, I'm a bigger dude so like trying to like you know take a shower this thing I spent more time trying to like you know clean myself off with this freaking terrible shower head than I would if it was just normal pressure and then he, I went and complained to the uh, the front desk right I was like um yeah the, the water pressure in my room is pretty lame and she was like oh yeah that's well we're we're a green hotel I was like oh so what makes <laughs> so that's your excuse so they just won't pump the water fast that yeah. makes, that saves the environment yeah because yeah. there's no, less water all the guests through. can't shower so they turn green <laughs> <laughs> they have wavy lines coming off of them I want that's a shower to almost knock me down I want yeah. power in you my guys, water you guys know, like <laughs> so we we recently bought a new house and we're renovating this house and we're all done now we're moving into it. Have and, you moved in yet? Uh, we're boxes packing to move in. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sold, Congratulations. We sold the old house. So the, oh, the big man. problem was that we had to stay in the old house until we sold it because there's all this stupid advice like a house shows better with furniture in it. I don't believe that at all. It's other people's furniture is fucking lame. Anytime you go to somebody else's house, it's like, it's all shitty. Yeah. What's well, the whole point? You're supposed to upgrade your furniture, though. Like, make it look nice, and, but keep it furnished. Like, this could be what your house looks like if you buy it. Right. Like, this is the room where a couch goes. I mean, yeah. essentially, like, <laughs> yeah. people have that lack of vision. They can't walk in <laughs> and figure out what they would do with empty rooms. Anyway, so so we finally sold the old house and um, uh, moved in a new one. But, so part of the renovation that we did is we renovated some of the bathroom. Uh, I guess you would call it the bathroom. What do you call it? The toilet? Toilet. What the do you loo. What do you call the area where you have the shower, though? Where you actually have to take a bath. So the toilet? A shower? What? What are you talking about? No, I'm saying, what do you call that room? It's all, all the toilet. A bathroom has a bath in it. Uh-huh. And toilet just has a toilet. If there's just a toilet, just call it a toilet. Okay. I, why would you call a, a room without a bathroom the bathroom? I mean, uh, a room without a bath. It's just our name for things. Yeah? Know. Nice. <laughs> kitchen doesn't have a kitchen. <laughs> so the the bathroom that, WC. We, that we had before the water closet, <laughs> the the bathroom that, we, that existed before we renovated, it had two shower heads. And they said, well, you know, we'll keep the two nozzles or whatever. And I said, how about this? How about if you take both those water feeds and combine them into one massive shower head? Nice. Just like a fire hose. Yes. And the plumber was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. Like, we were even, like, messing with it. Because I'm, I'm the same way as you. It's like, if, if we've ever looked at a house or if I looked at a new apartment, like, <clears throat> word of advice to you out there. Test the water pressure first. Because water pressure is one of those things you can never fix. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. And you want excellent water pressure. How is there nothing you can ever do about it? I, what do you Just do about water pump. pressure? It's run by the water company. Buy a bigger pump. A, well, buy a bigger pump. How do you think water pressure works? I imagine in a power shower, there's a pump that's sucking in water and spraying it out fast. Is that not how it works? I'm, I assume the water just doesn't come down the pipe out onto your head at full speed. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Mach 5. Because they put NOS pressure. in the pipes, and then when it passes the NOS, it works. What? <laughs> so you're having a shower. They have you jump pads <laughs> in there. Go on. <laughs> no, the water pressure comes from the pipes. There's no power. There's no device in your house that creates water pressure. Yes, there is. It's no. called a power shower. What? I've never heard uh. of a power shower. Well, what are you talking about? Well, Do you, if you have a shower without a pump, it just goes... Sorry. It's that, just like, that, shits, it's like shits on you? Is that what happened? So let me get this to you. Do you have like a switch in your house to turn on the shower? Yeah. You do? Yeah. 
You really in the UK you have this. In the house I live in, in the UK, there's a switch in the like the airing cupboard. You just flick it on. It's the power shower. It starts the pump. We and then when you turn on the water, it goes mm, and goes. <laughs> I want one of these. Well, this Sounds is a awesome. thing. Cool. It's not like it, it's a thing. Do you yeah. have you have you experienced any of these in America? Like, where is in your yeah. current house? Where is the switch to turn on the shower? I have no idea. The, shower, the, the, the water comes out fine. I'm not. I'm yeah, not gonna, see. I mean, is that just coming down the pipe? We don't have yeah. power showers. I mean, I'm sure it's a device you can add to a house. I've never heard of this in my life. I'm going to get one of about. these things. And well, yeah, gonna... that's what you do if, if you've got crappy water pressure. Awesome. It, it totally makes sense to me that you could do this. I mean, oh, it's shower. like I just blew your mind just now. Yes. Gavin, you blew my mind. <laughs> it might be something that's not allowed by code here in America either. Because water pressure is a big deal. You can't use too much water. Why? Yeah. Like we, we have a drought. limiting. We regulate the amount of Gallons per flush. You can actually read it when you go to use a, a toilet in America, like a urinal. It'll tell you on top how many gallons of water it uses per flush. Why? It's because they don't See, want to use a lot. kind of thing. I mean, what? There's so much. There's so many rules for everything. Well, yeah. I mean, this is, like, <laughs> this, this is an environmental <laughs> conservation thing. I mean, there's, it's 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 a law, so that people don't have like forty is, gallons per more, flush. It's more expensive to print that on all the the, the bloody toilets. No, than it is to, no, it's not. <laughs> it's really dumbass. I'm with Gavin. Let's go back to medieval times, and we'll just, just duke it out with each other. Flush until the poo is gone. <laughs> well, people get upset about the low the low flow toilets or whatever they're called. Yeah. They don't like yeah. them. So there was a black market for um, selling old houses toilets. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because they were not... You know, if you have bad water pressure in your toilets, you can buy a power poo. <laughs> if you're fucking lying about this power shower thing, I'm going to get pissed at you. <laughs> power shower. You have a switch in your house, in a closet, and you turn it on to have a more powerful shower. Yeah. That's the greatest thing ever. That's awesome. <laughs> otherwise, it's, like the, it's like the turbo button on the old computer. Otherwise, it just comes <laughs> out like a tap. I just went through renovating a house, and I don't want to. I don't want to know about this. <laughs> Image I- for power shower. Is I know we just fixed like? this up, but... I don't know what the physical thing looks like. It's, you still just have a shower. It's just... You want a bikini there, too. Oh, sure. Yeah, I guess that's one. She Inappropriate. Nice. That's like... A, <laughs> no, that's one kidding. that's right next to the actual shower, though. I think you can get them built in. I meant the shower. That's inappropriate. I, lo- I love... I love showers, man. Showers are nice. Showers are great. When was the last time you took a bath? Uh, every damn day of my life. I love oh, really? Yeah. I'm oh, all about them. Gross. I refuse I to take a bath in a place where the shower is the bath. Okay. I don't want to lie down where people have been standing. A power shower is a device that is designed to increase the amount of pressure used to propel water through the shower head, with the result being a more powerful spray of water. Hmm. Power shower functions with the aid of a pump that is able to concentrate the flow of the water through the shower head, creating the same sensation I experience when more water pressure is actually present. I like the idea of you picking a place to live based on the pressure of the shower. <laughs> it is. It's this is terrible. We're not living here. It's, it's, it's the end of the world. It is. There's not nothing there. we could do to improve the Dude, water. There's pressure. nothing worse than like taking a shower with like a crappy shower. And like think about living that. Like like going to hotels and stuff. Like if you experience it like that, it's like oh that sucks. But at least you're going somewhere. Like you're going home and you know your shower at home is okay. It's at like least temporary I know sadness. Yeah. It's like oh this sucks. I want a full like wet room with a hole. Totally. <laughs> yeah, an aquarium. I want I want a toilet where I can sit down and turn on the shower. I think Bernie is currently <laughs> buying a power shower. I am. I'm gonna buy one. <laughs> Wait, they kind of have those. Have you heard of Toto toilets? They're nah. like in Japan, but like they they like wash you. They spray your butt or like whatever you. <laughs> oh yeah, like it yeah, comes out of the yeah. toilet. But it and that's like the seats warmed and crap like that and it, like. <laughs> Massages you and stuff. It's weird. It has a little blow air on your bum, too. Have you seen seen an Idiot Abroad TV show? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Where uh, Carl Pilkington travels the world. He said the Great Wall wasn't great. It was just pretty okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, the Great Wall of China goes on for hundreds of miles, but... So does the M6, which is a motorway. It's like, but he's there's a moment where he's like looking at the toilet, trying to figure it out in Japan, and the thing just goes like, sprays him. It's like, geez, really funny show. You should watch it. 
This is definitely no, a UK this- thing. So in, in the UK, they have electric showers. That sounds dangerous. It does. No. This is a, it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Like, why, why haven't you thought of them? It also heats the water. Yeah. So do you not have water heaters in yeah, the do. UK? No. I guess it's like a second level of heat. Why haven't we thought of them? Because apparently you guys did first and you won't share. Well, they, have, you, they have inline water heaters. Do you have hot water? tankless water heaters. Gotcha. So do you have here where what? you have a hot water tank yes. and it heats up? Yes. And once you've used all the hot water, your shower becomes cold? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it makes sense to heat the water from the pump, right? No, it totally does. Those yeah. are tankless water heaters. We have those. Right. We have those. Mm-hmm. And those are usually considered to be energy-efficient devices because they only heat the water on demand. Yeah, it's not constantly keeping a vat of boiling water in the, exactly in the right. loft. In your loft. That was the, that was the thing we went through in, in, with the plumber. We were saying, can we run the pipes up so that we're using gravity then to create more water pressure? Smart. Thinking, Smart right? thinking. Sure. And he said, nah. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just put the two pipes into one. You know one of the best things about owning a house is – Having an attic. I love having an attic. A garage is good to have too. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Garage? Garage. 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 A garage. I'd rather have a basement than an attic. Yeah. We're not getting that in the south. Have you been to that place <laughs> in Austin, the Indian Indian place called Garage Mahal? Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's an awesome name. Good food. Speaking of food, I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm yeah, hungry. what do we need? Yeah. Uh, third base, maybe? I'll go to third base. What's sure. third base? There is sports bar? Sports oh, bar. Yeah. What's, what's your time, Lindsay, on sports, the podcast? Uh, we have one hour and 18 minutes. We've got like 10 park. minutes. Oh, we've got right. 10 minutes to rinse right now. Where are we going to eat? 10 Third minutes. Base? We do that. We do green mesquite. We have I, yeah, I, green mesquite barbecue. is good. Do you still eat uh, Mama Foo's every day? I know. I, I <laughs> you got Mama Foo's. I don't want to go there again. I don't blame you. Did you. You guys did go to bacon the other day, though, right? Oh, that was really good. I didn't. Okay, Very so you're the first person who said it's really good. It was great. I had what's called the best BLT, which is apparently the best BLT in the world, and it was very good. Yeah. Mm. I love BLTs. Mm. Toasted. I don't like bacon on stuff. Like on a burger? No. Why? Mm-mm. I don't know. The mix, I don't like it. I like bacon alone. I'll mm. eat alone. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Hop Dottie has really good bacon. I want bacon ice cream. on their burgers. Did they have bacon ice cream at bacon? I don't know. Probably. You, you didn't ask for it? No. <laughs> they, have cho- they, they have chocolate bacon at Frank. The what? hot dog place. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Was it chocolate covered bacon? Chocolate covered bacon. and It's salted. How much was your license plate? It's 75 a year. So you pay seventy five bucks a year to have a, a customized a vanity. Plate, do you have yes. one, buddy? No. What's your vanity plate? Yeah, I didn't know. Oh, you wait, one. you haven't seen it. I guess I do. Yeah, I don't, it's one of those things you should get rid of it because I after I see it once, I don't even notice it. <laughs> I think you should basically just on my, it's my also, experience. So, someone else. We, we have a new car in the parking lot that has a vanity plate. We have like someone's driving a Mustang out there. I, I don't know who the hell works here anymore. Yeah, I saw that Mustang yesterday. I was like, "Who's a nice car? That is yeah. sweet. The black one." The, the guy I work with in the UK, the guy that owns the cameras, he his name is John Hadfield, mm-hmm. right? And uh, he wanted to personalize his two cars with uh, personalized number plates. He wanted, because his name's John Hadfield, he wanted mm-hmm. J1 had and then J2 had. And when he applied for J1 had, they they thought he was doing oh, a joke. you doing jihad. <laughs> jihad. Oh, <laughs> that's fine. I, I can't believe you didn't, didn't write it down, didn't see it. He just was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> So they didn't give it to him? No, oh, hell no. You can't worry. You can't drive around with J hat, G hat on your man. <laughs> on your on your license, on your license plate. plate. Oh, hey, they opened up a new draft house. So the uh, Slaughter Lane draft house is open now. We should go yeah. there and see. And they're opening Yelsey. up another yes. draft house in North Austin too. Let's do that. They open another one where? They open North Austin by like Lakeline Mall. This, I'm this, not going there. Let's localize this podcast. Dude, uh, let, well, let me put this in perspective. I just spent a weekend in Los Angeles. I went to go meet friends for dinner. It was a 50 minute car ride to go well, meet them for dinner. 
50 minutes there. Just traffic. 50 minutes back. Carmel it's also, Los Canyon. Angeles is fucking huge. It's fucking huge. Is it? If you go from, like, south of downtown to, like, north Hollywood, you're looking at, like, an hour and a half drive. Really? Yeah, well, there, well, there, there. Yeah, so it was crazy. But that's all, that's all Los Angeles. I mean, the, the city is just enormous. And in Austin, I was thinking about that. In Austin, it's like, it takes me <coughs> 15 minutes tops to get to the airport now. Tops. Yeah. From here, if that <laughs> it is pretty sweet, to be but I mean, we're, we're so we're in like the southernmost point of Austin, basically. And I've got like my sister and brother in law; they live up in Round Rock, which is like the northernmost point of Round Rock or of Austin, and that takes me about forty five minutes to get from my house to their house. What is the biggest city in America? New York City might be Dallas, Fort Worth. If you combine them, you talk about in terms of acreage, like in size, yeah. size on the map. Oh, size! Uh, if yeah. we if we can believe the map and what they tell us, yeah. I would say <laughs> yeah, if, if science if, is accurate, if DFW counts as one city, like a metroplex. Yeah, that would be it. But DFW also, man, Los you Angeles is one big pavement smush. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Do you like San Diego and LA are going to connect pretty soon? And <laughs> do you like, be LA? like what's the Demolition Man? Yeah. yeah. Do I like what LA? I do. Do you? It has grown on me. Mm. I do. I like it. I've always liked Los Angeles. I've heard it's nice. It's, it's a cool nice. city. I mean, the weather was insane when we were out there. It was really, really <laughs> it nice. fucking rain. I rode up to PCH, which is this, literally, it's a highway that runs up the beach. It's the Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah. So it's like you're on, like, if you look at the map, if you can believe the map, there's the, <laughs> there's the water and then Come there's on. the line, which is the, the, the freeway. So it's like there's freeway, sand, water. So you're just like driving along the ocean the entire time. It's beautiful. It rained the whole fucking time I drove up there. Oh, and it was a great weekend in Austin. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah it was. It was a, a great one. weekend otherwise, but that was fun. We went up to uh, Neptune's Net, which is like this place where people on motorcycles go to eat seafood. Hmm. And it's about up towards Malibu. Yeah. You can look it up on Google Maps. You know, I'm proud of us this week. We didn't talk about any sort of death or brutal accident, right? Maybe that's yeah. Gus being gone. Maybe. <laughs> we also didn't talk about Gus. Should we talk about Gus a little bit? Things we don't like about we Gus? We talked about Gus. I like Gus. I like Gus. Okay, well, let me judge my since I don't like that. Okay, <laughs> is a gigantic pain in the ass. So I just got back from a trip from Los Angeles. Yes. And I no, I took no days off. Zero. And so how many days off what do you mean? mean? Gus will take – what do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? You weren't here yesterday. I was in Los Angeles. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I literally came back at 10 o'clock last night. Oh. So <laughs> Gus is going to be gone to San Francisco for a couple days, right? He gets back Thursday night. I think. Which means – do you, what? please, plays odds. What do you think is the chance that Gus will be in here on Friday? Oh man! I will bet you right now. I, that, it's almost even money at this point because, like, I know he has a lot of stuff he's got going on right now. So it's kind of like I don't think it matters. No, I think the day off takes priority to take care of stuff. I'll put I'll put twenty bucks. Gus coming in. I gotta have a talk with the employees. Why? <laughs> because everyone I noticed everyone takes care of personal business now during office hours. Like I, I couldn't find someone for an hour and a half. Well, the other day, and I finally found them, and I said, "Where have you been? I've been trying to find you for an hour and a half." And he points at his head and goes, how do you get a haircut? <laughs> what? There are literally eight hours after you leave this office and all weekend. Get a fucking haircut on your own goddamn time. I actually recently opened a bank account, and I think I could only do that in a week. Can Some I? stuff is difficult because it is during work time. Like Some stuff makes sense. I get that. Some stuff makes sense. Like, like Moving into my new apartment, I had to be like, I, I will be right back to sign this lease. I will come back. I'm sorry. Do you, <laughs> I look like I've got everyone on the defensive now. I love it. <laughs> do you ever take sick days? Uh, sure, sick days. Like, yeah. you're ill, you don't come in. Yeah. I've been, I've been sick twice. I've, I have, I've taken two sick days since I've been registered. In my whole working life, I've never had a single sick day. Yeah, nice. we, we, I've, listen, I know I've definitely said this before. Take your fucking sick days and take your vacation days. Take them. Why? Because you don't, because you have them, use them. Use well, them. Why use them if you're not sick? But use them for mental health days to be happy person. 
Just really? Use, just use them. Here's why. Because you go – here's what always ends up happening. We have discussions like this. Someone goes a year or two, and they say, you know, I haven't taken a vacation in two years. You're like, so? I mean, that's a, that's a reaction everyone else has. Like, so what? Take your fucking vacation. Enjoy your life. I take vacation. Yeah. I just don't take sick days. I'm I get gonna, that. I'm going to take April off. Is that cool? Nope. <laughs> See, the thing is, the thing is, there's no good time for a in a company like this where everything's like create all the time, new stuff coming up. There's no good time to take yeah. a vacation. It, it is kind of difficult. Yeah. You always miss something good. Like I know, like I'm working RTX this year, and then immediately afterwards, I'm going to Comic Con, and so I think I might take the next two weeks off once fucking, I get back from Comic Con. When people want to take time off, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so when you say that, like. You were gone for three years. Did you feel like you missed a lot of these moments, these creative moments when we were when you were gone? I missed a lot of stuff. Three years, you did. You I missed did. the whole of immersion. The immersion was quality. Just being well, gone in a week, I felt it. like I missed much. We got, you know, we could do some more of those. Why not? You know, I mean, yeah. but yeah, I know what you mean. It's like big things go by, and you know, you don't, you know, work on things. But you were working on stuff in the UK. Yeah, I had stuff going on. I'm fine. You were I'm working on projects where you would go to Lisbon. And yeah. you would cook a steak on a piece of marble. I remember that was That's one cool. story you told. Cooking they, steak on the rocks. They would give you a hot piece of marble and a yeah. raw steak. They give you a hot piece of marble and just a selection of meat that you want. I just had steak. They do that at Uchi yeah. in Austin. I, it's, like a, it's a common thing. But. Have you had that at Uchi? No. The hot rock? It's hot good. rock. Oh, yeah. That Kobe beef. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it, was, it was interesting to like actually cook, cook a steak in it. It just made a his face. <laughs> it's so good. It was interesting, though, because I, uh, I usually just cook a steak and then eat it but to to have like meat and then cook it and instantly put it in your mouth i was like working backwards of how rare i i would like it so now i realized i like really rare meat i just i just went like that's the way to do it yeah it's nice. i totally agree with you yeah just burn it's the outside of it you know burn yeah. the bacteria and then yeah. i want it dripping with blood see that's the kind of stuff you were doing in the interim you were going to lisbon portugal and, and latvia things like that and latvia <laughs> In the interim, Jack and I were doing things like last time we went out to, to Los Angeles together was to present for uh, the Machinima get, Awards. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Machinima Awards. Did you present on that as well? No, no, uh, I, I drank. Yeah, <laughs> nice. attended. And uh, through no fault of their own, they didn't know this, they booked us into a hotel oh, that was that was undergoing massive reconstruction. Not just renovation, reconstruction. And when we showed up at the hotel, we showed up at, I think, about 3 p.m. and the awards were at 8. Yeah. At 3 p.m. we showed up. The power was off in the middle of the day. We were on the eighth floor. So no power meant no lights, no AC, no elevator. Stairs. Nice. So we had our luggage. We had to go up an unlit stairwell. They had employees with flashlights at each of the landings acting as the lights. The employees were. That's horrifying. And they're making noises like bat echolocations. You can find them. (laughs) And then you you would see... Down the hallways, like you get to level five and you look down the hallway, the entire wing of that hall or the floor of that hotel was gutted. Yeah. It was bare cement <laughs> and like these weird like construction things and it was completely dark. I swear to God, that hotel, it looked like a map from Left 4 Dead. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. did zombies start popping out of the door and you had to run for your life? <laughs> and then I'm in a hotel room in the dark, like, like by the window with the only light that comes in. I'm in just the like, fetal position? Yeah, I'm just sitting there waiting for the power to come back on so I can take a warm shower. And go to the get ready for the awards. And eventually, I, we sat there for like an hour and a half. I said, I called Jack. I was like, Fuck it. <laughs> so we left the hotel and like I grabbed my stuff. I was walking out the door and the power all came back on. I was like, oh. Wow. Nice. That's typical. It. <laughs> it didn't matter. I, it once, mattered. Um, yeah. I once went to a hotel in Dubai where the lift elevators were single person elevators and there was no like automatic door. It was like, you know how you open a fridge and it's got like that kind of suction? It's like, yeah, and then you open it. That. it went, and then, then when you close it, it's like, and it seals you shut and what? you're sort of in. So you're in like a Willy like Wonka elevator? It was like a white padded 
fridge. <laughs> cool. But one person, you just there's loads of them. But I always have like big cases when I'm on a filming job. So there was some where like I could sort of shimmy them in by my legs. There was one case that I just had no room for, so I held it above my head, like right in this <laughs> stupid one person elevator. It was supposed to be a luxury thing. I guess it was like some kooky, stupid, dumb move. But and then when when the elevator stops, you just push the door and it goes. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they probably had a freight elevator somewhere in that building. Sure. That could take real <laughs> items up. I don't know. I don't, I don't speak Dubai the, to ask they, for that kind of thing. I don't think you <laughs> I mean, how do they get their beds up? You know, I think I'd bring them up one piece at a time. They're probably not keen on the customers using the freight elevator. Well, you're you're different. I mean, you're, they call, you're a hotel. They'll accommodate you. Yeah. Dubai. I don't I don't like to ask, like, people to go out of their way to – I like to just sort myself out. Gavin's dedicated. He's not letting go of that case. I don't like being served, really. Really? No, yeah. he doesn't. That's weird. I mean, we talked about this before where he doesn't like answering questions about what, how he wants his food. Maybe that's like a British thing. Like, he's, is that why, like, that's your excuse to not tip people? I think it's because I work on set where there are runners who are much older than I am. Yes. And they kind of, I feel really bad, like, them getting me drinks and stuff while I'm filming. I hate that. It's like, yeah, I'll get my own drinks. Don't bring me anything. I can't feel that for people older than me. When older people older than me do stuff for me, I feel terrible. I feel like an I, asshole. I, I, I like, I that, should be doing this for you. And I know that as they're handing me a drink, they're just thinking, <laughs> Who's this, this smarmy ass? Rick in the camera department. He's like, God. Hello, Barbara. Hey, Barbara's coming. Barbara has Nick? arrived. Barbara, j- j- jump on here and tell us what you thought of bacon, the restaurant. Bacon. Tell us about bacon. All right, hold on. Bacon. So you also, Gavin used to work at a grocery store. Which are you okay seeing the name of the grocery store? Waitrose. So he worked at Waitrose, which was a high end grocery store in the UK. Ooh. And he had specific training where they told you. Don't speak to the customers. No, that wasn't that wasn't what it was. You're allowed to make conversation and speak to the customers. You just weren't allowed certain phrases. Like you had to end the conversation in a certain way. You couldn't say "Have a nice day." But you couldn't initiate a conversation with a customer. You can. I thought you couldn't go to the say, "Are you? Is everything okay? Do you need anything?" You. I mean, there's no. I hate when people do that. I really hate Especially that. Especially at a grocery store. Oh, it's what? Like, clearly, no. I know what I want. But the, the, the big the big thing was, don't say "Have a nice day," because it sounds like Walmart and people hate it. So what'd you say? Just say, yeah, thanks. Peace well, out, motherfucker. That's fine. Peace out, yeah. What's wrong with people coming up and asking if you need help, though? They're just being that. nice. They're like, hey, man, that. just oh, in I case. That. I love yeah. that. Because it's like, if I need one thing and I'm not sure exactly where it is, I'm like, yeah, I was looking for this. Because like, half the time, is. I'm the Done. retard in the aisle going, where's the Pop-Tarts? Well, most of the time, I've gone into a store to get some. I mean, I know. I know I can find it. I'm not I'm not a moron. <laughs> Have you ever been to Home Depot? <laughs> Home Depot yeah. sucks. And the worst thing about Home Depot is you find somebody in one of those orange schmocks or whatever they wear. And, like, you start walking towards them and they see you coming. Like, they're working, like, doing inventory or something. They look and they see you and you see them. You make the icon and they have the, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's about to ask me where something They is. avoid people at that place. They do. You can see it. You can yeah. see them. And they clump up together. Yeah. And they, like, they, like. They, like, hide in the aisles. They act too. like they're having conversations that are not. Because they do not want to find what you're looking for either. No. Anyways, bacon was okay. Was I, okay. was, I was, I was, I was kind of unimpressed. To what do you honest. have? You just had fries. I had, well, I had bacon fries. Here's the thing: don't just bacon order fries. fries. If I were to open a restaurant called Bacon, I would only have bacon there. You would only have they, what bacon. they have. They have burgers and sandwiches and whatever with bacon on it, which is like okay, but. To me, a restaurant called Bacon should only have bacon, or at least a lot more bacon. You should only serve steak, and that's it. Yeah, but no, but yeah. it's called Bacon. Yeah, but Bacon isn't a meal. I don't care. Oh, it's just called say, bacon. I'll have the no, bacon. that's the creativity. When, when... Make it a meal. Well, I ordered the bacon fries in my mind, thinking that they were going to be little bacon. strips of bacon. As <laughs> I would like to go to Barbara's restaurant. Let's see, oh, it's just like steak place. It's like, oh, 
Uh, I'd like a steak and potatoes. We don't have steak. Yeah. Or we don't have potatoes. We just have steak and smaller steaks on the side. I have a glass of wine. We have blood. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's not a restaurant called Steak. <laughs> but they're called steak houses where you go and it's like, well, I'll just have steak. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. We only have one kind. But they have thicker bacon there too. Don't they have like habanero bacon? I don't know. Like, yeah. No, you were just there. I don't How know. Do you I saw BLT and I thought I'm gonna have that. <laughs> I don't and read. I don't read the whole menu. There's some things that happen with menus. I never read the first item on a menu. There's no point, right? What? Because no one ever orders the because first item on a menu. What are the chances? What are the chances that you would like to order <laughs> I- menu item number one? <laughs> what? It's, it's never gonna be the first thing. Bernie is physically <laughs> face palming right now. Nothing Why? sticks to Gavin. Nothing. It's like. He couldn't tell us what the grades are in the UK school system. What do you mean? And then he forgot how old he was. <laughs> I did forget. How old I thought I was twenty. You're an idiot. It's like it's like you're a tank that's like seven eighths filled, and it's like the, you only have this amount of capacity left. What is all this? What's what are you filled with? British. Like, what is you're filled with British? <laughs> it's like the OS is taking up too much room or something. <laughs> <laughs> I had to clear my cash, and it's all it's all gone. What is it? Like, what is your area of expertise that you know? Uh... <laughs> Yes. If we were going to go to a trivia contest, what would be your specialty? Like, what, yeah, can like, we look at you and be like, you've got this? I know. Halo pretty well. Right? The Halo lore? <laughs> so proud. Things in slow-mo. I should put, I should put something <laughs> against my kid. My kid is constantly I know high-speed photography. You do know yeah. high-speed photography. He knows what yeah. a water balloon looks like when it pops I in do. slow motion. Mm-hmm. Actually, Gavin knows quite a bit about cinematography in general. Like, you know about Loser. The, the, the fundamentals of photography. You know pretty well. Yeah, like the basics. No, but it's important stuff. I mean, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people have DSLRs. They put it on the green setting. and Yeah. Know. There's a lot of that on set now. I'm a people using 5Ds on a movie set. Really? And it's like, and I'm like, can you just uh, go go down two stops? And they're like, oh, what? <laughs> really? Yeah. On a professional movie set, huh? Yeah. People they're are like, dumb. We'll fix the F-stop and post. Basically, my, <laughs> my generation that's coming into the movie industry and the TV industry, ruining it. Like, they're all Yes, like, your generation is ruining it. If, seriously, yes. Because I've, I've, been, I've been trained by the old school. And I'm seeing all these new DSLR mofos Who's coming Who's training in. the other people? Film school and stuff. YouTube. Right? Oh, I see. YouTube, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, sure? I've been trained by people who started on film. So I get, like, the good education. Okay, well, Barbara already went to lunch. Where'd you go? I went to Whataburger. Nice. Really? Yeah. You spared no expense. Whataburger. I I, that's what my life goal <laughs> is, is to go to Whataburger and eat a burger by myself and say, man, what a burger. Wow. And then just leave. That's your life goal. Another, another life goal wow. of mine is to go to the Nile and stand in it and be like, I'm in denial, and then leave. <laughs> That's my life goal. And I'll, I'll be happy. I'll be there wow. with my night vision goggles, and we'll all be like happy. <laughs> what's your life goal? Like, what's, Jack, what's your ultimate life goal? Jeez, I have no I idea. I get night vision goggles. Barbara goes and makes a horrible pun in Egypt. <laughs> what is your life goal? I would like to do a shitty life goal. I would like to announce a major sporting event. I can really? see that. That's that's that. That'd be cool. You could probably do that. Like you could- I have, like I, I was thinking about that. Like, I, like if I want to do announcing for like football, like how do you get started in that? Like, where do you? Where is the? What process leads to? Like, I, I know exactly doing what calling. Of- Your dad was the previous guy. Yeah, honestly, I mean that's that's a big part of it. I mean, yeah. like you have to wait for someone to die. You could probably do a local sporting event and probably yeah. do some like. Win a contest or something. Welcome yeah. to the third annual Little League tournament. Yeah. Oh. No, I mean, like, honestly, like, if I if I was going to approach it, it'd be something like I'd go to a high school and be like, "Who does your PA announcements during yeah. football games?" And like, I guess just work your way up from there. But you, you announced a PAX panel I watched once. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. PAX I mean, I, I've done 2010. I've, I've done I've done a few intros yeah. for the PAX. Yeah, but what's your shitty life goal? Uh, 
I, I want. I don't know. Okay, good. He's, he's, <laughs> to remember his own age. To know something. <laughs> to be honest, my, my life goal is to get a visa to work here. I did it. Oh, yeah, that's one. Yeah. Right. Well, just, go, just go ahead and kill yourself. <laughs> Look, well, you've I, reached I your do, pinnacle. I do want to pee from one country into the next. That, I have heard you say that before. Yeah, <laughs> so I do want to do that. Goal of you know, there's, <laughs> that, there's that point in America where you can stand on like the intersections of five states or something. Four states. Four, is it yeah. four states? Yep. No, it's stand five. on that and just, what? No, it's four states. Four states. I want to know what this really skinny fifth state would be. <laughs> <laughs> but you could have. Right, anyway. I want to just stand on that point. It's road I. I'm going to stand on that and just piss in a circle. Just on all of them at once. The problem is that's an actual <laughs> national park, like a monument where people go take a lot of photos. Oh. <laughs> that will make it so much better, though. Yeah, it's the British guy. That'd be the last thing you do in America. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> there, was, there was a British guy pissing. <laughs> an American guy wearing night vision goggles and a Canadian girl making weird puns. <laughs> What's yours? What's your life goal? Uh, well, Barbara actually made me think of it because I'm a fan of Dimitri Martin, and he has this thing where he talks about uh, going to the beach really early in the morning and putting messages in bottles and then floating them out to sea. And I have wanted to do this because he puts on the message. He says, "I'm standing right behind you," and then when the people pull it open, he's like right there. So I think that'd be fantastic. That's hilarious. <laughs> I want to do that so- tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Hilarious. go down to Zilker San Park. Padre, anybody? <laughs> <laughs> so you're wearing a Torchy shirt, Lindsay. I am indeed. And you used to work at Torchy's Tacos. Uh, <laughs> sadly, I try to repress those memories. Yes. Yeah, it's a good restaurant. Just working food sucks. Period. It does. It really, really does. They provided the hideout, right? I've, I've never worked food. You never worked food? Oh, I worked at an HEB, but I mean, I never. No, that's kind of the same thing. Well, well I don't know I mean, if I, I, never, I never handled that food. as food. Yeah, I mean, I never did like quick service or anything like that's that. That's more like actual merchandise. Yeah, did you work in food besides Waitrose? Yeah, I used to put out the fruit and veg. Oh. <laughs> fruit and veg. But I mean, besides Waitrose. God, Gavin yeah, looks like such a douchebag right yeah. now. Stupid <laughs> sunglasses. He has sunglasses on indoors. He's wearing a... Take pop a picture. Your, pop your color up. Yeah? Your collar. Okay. He asked us to call him Maverick before this started. <laughs> Maverick. Maverick. I want a new look for the podcast. I actually, like, last week I did my hair for the podcast. <laughs> I don't know why. Why? Did you really? You got a face for radio, Gavin. <laughs> yeah. It's after, it's after I took a, a photo of him, or a video of him taking off his... With your headphones today, and then your hair was. I all took spiky. off my hoodie, and it staticized my head. Staticized. Gavin's trying to look. Very <laughs> Everyone paused while he's <laughs> sexy. Okay, well, let's go to lunch. Anything Best. else we should talk about, Barb? Anything community related that we should talk about? Fire RTX tickets. Hey, shit! You know what happens on Sunday? What? Church. Come on. Oh yeah, Sunday. Sunday's the fucking ninth anniversary. Ninth anniversary. Of anniversary. Oh, we'll have announcements based on that. Yeah. yeah. Sunday. Sunday's our ninth anniversary as a company. Yeah. Uh, and then years. we always have some cool stuff. So starting on Monday, we'll be talking about some cool stuff coming. Okay. Up. And then also, don't forget, we're going to be at PAX East the following weekend, which is Easter weekend, the sixth through the eighth. Yes. Think. And we have a panel Friday at one o'clock in the main theater, and our booth is number one hundred and sixty. And I wanted Monty to be in here, but uh, we had some technical problems starting the podcast. Monty would talk about some of the stuff that we're getting ready for PAX East, which should tell you that we're going to have announcements specifically related to Red vs. Blue Season 10 and a very cool reveal related to RVB Season 10. Very, very cool reveal. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Hopefully you can attend our PAX panel. Um, we go on right after Mr. Gabe and Tycho. Uh, on Friday Friday afternoon. So if you're thinking about attending PAX East, be sure to come on Friday and see our panel. And don't forget that RT Oz is currently selling tickets. OZ. OZ, thank you. <laughs> uh, you can go to rootteeth.com to buy tickets to the Australian fan event known as RTOZ. And so Bernie's going to fly me there to go and to it. Jack is going to live stream from America <laughs> <laughs> to everyone who attends I'll, I'll be on Skype. Did you guys already talk about SideQuest at all? No, we'll talk about SideQuest. All right, well, SideQuest is an event that happens during RTX. It happens 
at the off hours of the convention, so it doesn't interfere with the actual event. There's five different events. I believe one is sold out, but you could go to the SideQuest group on our website to find out more. And we'll be sure to provide a link to the SideQuest group in the link dump. In the link dump. Hell yay. I'm hungry. Guys, I think we did okay without Gus. I think that if something horrible happened in Gus the sucks, world, I was by the way. scared. Gus does suck. I just thought I would mention that. We, do you have any Gus? Do you want to talk behind his back? I love you, Gus. No, he just sucks. We didn't. I'm, he has I'm a proud. big head. Your beard entrances me. I have a bigger head. No, nah, he has a pretty big head. <laughs> we should measure because I actually have a bigger head. What's with all the giant heads? I don't know. <laughs> Very don't smart know. people. We must a lot have of brain. Human growth hormone into the. Do you uh, like? Do you fit a hat like a standard no, hat? I don't. I don't I, either. I, actually, the reason I went out to LA is I was I can't really talk too much about it, but I was casting something. Yeah. And I had to go to wardrobe, and they had to put a hat on me, and they were like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> 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 you fucking I to warn them ahead of time. I said, "I have a big head." And they go, "Ah, okay, whatever." I thought you were going to say that you went to LA just to pick out a hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a great hat selection. I'm embarrassed to admit. <laughs> I have to. If I order a baseball cap, I have to order it from a, a, a place online. It's like big heads. That's like awesome. you know, when I'm a kid, is it like yeah, H-E-D-Z like or something? <laughs> it's like just like I have to buy the uh, I have to buy the uh, Oscar the Grouch size hat or something like that, oh. the elephant size. But you know the the plastic tabs that used to be yeah, on the back yeah. of baseball caps where you'd have the holes and the pegs. Yeah. I the only way I could ever put a hat on my head is if I went to the very last peg. Like I didn't even get two of the pegs, so it was like holding like this, and they would tilt like that because it was only one peg in there, and it was just like. Why didn't you just cut them off? What then your hat wouldn't strap. Would... Wouldn't be tight. Yeah, yeah, then I just have a flat piece of cloth on my head. <laughs> I just wear a napkin on the top of my head. What kind of question is that? I don't know. I just was trying to solve a problem. Yeah. I've always had a very big head. In England, you could buy power hats to increase the pressure around your head. (laughs) Shrink it. All right. Well, thanks for listening next week. Unfortunately, we will have Gus back, and he will keep us online and, I guess, more on top. (sighs) Thank you for listening. Bye, Internet. The internet. Bye. People. I'll see you. Love and juice.